0: I'm ready. I'm going to smoke one, smoke a bowl to even out this caffeine we drank today.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to need a lot of leveling out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're not smoking weed right now, but you did drink caffeine.
1: Yeah. It's got me fucking buzzing. Yeah. And Gabriel's going to about to take it over the top. I know it.
0: Yeah. We did a podcast with Gabriel the other day and we probably got more notes from people about that podcast than anyone we've ever done. Yeah. So we're like, fuck it. We sent him a microphone so it could sound a little bit better. And uh, we're going to just connect with him from time to time because, like, he's a person we talk to anyway and love talking to. And we just want people to get to know better.
1: Yeah, he's a magical mystic.
0: Wild magic.
1: So, yeah, listen to that first podcast if you haven't heard it already with him a couple episodes ago. Yeah, it lays
0: down some basic framework, but I think we're going to get a little deeper and sillier on this. I think it's funny that Carrie will be here for this (laughs) because uh, it's just funny watching him work work with new people and it's funny it's even funnier watching him work with people who don't really even understand or really know much about what he's doing because it's as far out as i think i anything i've come across
1: yeah so let's get some medicine
0: yeah let's get some fucking gabriel medicine in us straight from west virginia oh. yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. Mm. remix
2: hello
1: there you are
0: hi <laughs>
2: hi Hi. Mm. sometimes when i call my kid i'll just sit here and act like i'm froze <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> and it'll it'll be like dad dad i'm like my bad, I distorted into the the hereafter in the nevermore in an ultimate dimensional plane of existence. And he'd be like, look, for real, you need to quit with the Star Trek and all the you're freaking me out, man. And I'm like, it's all good, because it's all love.
0: Oh, man. Do a lot of people down there um, in West Virginia like get you? Are there other people like you down there? Because I think Bro, that...
2: Bro, I, I don't talk to people here in West Virginia. No? No, nah, not really. I don't. I'm not really the, let's go to the pub and see if we can whatever it freaks me out because i see people covered in like implants and and weirdness mm. and i usually like inher- most times i stay out of bars because of the alcohol thing yeah so i don't really know one time i went to this vegan potluck and even that was strange man you know so i i don't so much get out as much as i probably should so what about alcohol man I'm coming from a very Irish bloodline, and I can drink anyone right under the table, and I don't know how to just, let's have three drinks, and then, oh, it'll be great, and I'll have a buzz. No, it's, let's drink everything and see what happens, right? And then I'll come to, and then there'll be a bottle of Jameson, and then I'll have another kid, and <laughs> I'll have gotten into a brawl and shit. And when I have, I have a Polish friend of mine, and she's very Aries, and when I get together with that one, it's just, it's not it's not safe for the world in its, its entirety, you know, so... Mm. those are old addiction patterns that i've worked through a really long time ago and i can now go into a bar and smell the alcohol but i'll have a full-blown conversation with a with a polish bottle of belvedere vodka and i'll be like it's so intense for me i'll be like you're so beautiful, girl. And it'll be like, I love you. Just drink me. And I'll be like, I want to. I really do. You know how much I love you. Just let me inside of you. And she'll, I'll feel, no shit, I'll see the top of the bottle starting to come off and be like, don't do it. Don't do it. (laughs) That's what I mean by I'm having a conversation with an inanimate object. And if you try to tell someone who doesn't, has never dealt with alcoholism, I go to an AA meeting, right? And dudes would be like, I get it, man. Milwaukee's best talks to me like that, too. And I'm like, Milwaukee's best. You drink that shit. (laughs) Fuck is wrong with you, man. But I'm very open about what I've been through to get here. And, you know, years of I've tried everything to turn off the ambient stuff that I was hearing that makes me a special person. Cass,
1: you are a special person. talked
2: about it. Yeah. I'm just trying to help Cass embrace her specialness
1: we had a very mm. powerful we were like let's just catch up and make sure we can check these audio settings and then we ended up diving into it for like over yeah an that hour. shit got
2: real i've been watching you process a bunch of stuff right here around your heart these mm. past two days you've been like slowly getting calibrated to something so i mean i don't know if it's the time to ask you about it but i'm just wondering if it's noticeable for you because it is for us we're just sitting there watching it happen
1: no i definitely i definitely felt a lightning like a lightning of a serious load and it's uh I really appreciate it. I wasn't expecting it, and I didn't realize how much I needed it, but I'm grateful for it. I get
2: that every now and then. They'll be like, I'll be like, do you feel lighter? It used to get to the point where I'd be like, are you, like, done with your suffering and your shit? Like, I'll just cut right through the nitty-gritty, you know? But you're talking to a guy that's like, I find you to be hormonally complete. Are you available to mate right now, (laughs) right? Like, who says that? (laughs) Nobody says that. Yeah, I like that. Isn't it, though? (laughs) Doesn't it cut through the crap? And I'll be like, I'm like... Yeah, I'm good, you know, you can usually, so I try to cut right through the crap, but yeah, people are bogged down in those dimensional densities because they don't realize that they're splintered out into other realms, and the parts of them that got hurt bleed out, and then they'll have these other timelines up and running, so there'll be this amalgam of trauma drama, and then you can have stuff happening from other lifetimes too that can be running in a, a, like a parallel, and there'll be this action happening, right? So if you can see the way energy is moving around and the way consciousness has been splintered out, and then the way these things, and I can use that word open-endedly, because there are things and stuff that bleed through, whatever you want to, whatever you believe in, archons, demons, creepers, boogeyman, (laughs) ex-girlfriends that just won't go away, whatever you want to call it, man. I've experienced all of it, so. Gabriel. I tried. To be bubbly about it.
1: Yeah, no, you you had this bubbly... I don't know if you remember it, but do you have, like, a, a prayer thing that you say to, like, make sure you're safe in an, an environment? I, I remember you saying something...
0: You yeah, trying sh- to get
2: Gabriel I- to do anything he's previously
0: oh, done again man. is so funny. I know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know. You know why that's, you know why that's complicated? Because when you do real magic, it, it's like a once in a, yeah. it's not repeatable. Mm. It's like, say a word that's never been said before. Say a series of articulations, gesticulations or motions or embellishments in a way where it can clear through that ethereal boundary and hit the astral. Get away from all the weird shit that lives in the astral, all the new age astral bliss, mofos, the organized religion, the Jehovian and all that. And then you reach up into those higher octave spheres where you can interact more with true spirit. Mm-hmm. You know how like you'll see the Cherokee, it'll be like that and the heart will be open and then the, the centers will be open and then like you'll feel all, all that magic will be coming through. Like the way that if you like on a peyote thing mm-hmm. where it's nothing but heart and you and spirit, you know. And so we actually had to do something with the slaughtering of animals and we had to do a bunch of stuff to mess that up. But in terms of like a prayer, um, I ground into what I know as safe territory, which is in, um, octaves of six and 12. So I go like, I'll access more of like, a, where we're supposed to have a 24 strand DNA instead of 23. I'll just look for, well, those 12 strands will come through and then I'll ask to clear any light fibers that aren't supposed to be in the space. And then from there, I'll draw down, like, I'll draw down. And then I'll ask for uh, my assistance and help to come through and to clear and settle in in the space. Most people have never really experienced what I would call like a clear conscious space. So it's not so much that I do a prayer as much as, like, I am the prayer.
1: Right. Right, yeah. And you know why I
2: think that's profound? Mm. It's because I'm so tired of feeling like I have to defend myself Mm. or explain myself or say something to feel safe or have to always have this boundary put up between me and another person because, ooh, we've got cordage or you have foul intentions for me, right? Mm. Like, everywhere in the spiritual community and in New Age stuff, there's always this you're not safe and we need to go like light and love and it's all namaste. And then I'll be like, well, I need a Nama go. Cause this feels like bullshit to me. <laughs> I Is love that crafty? That. That's like yeah. my thing these days. Yeah. That's you know? great. Yeah. I mean, we, so,
1: we did a pretty intense trip on Sunday, uh, bicycle day. Yeah. That was, that was wild. But it, it was one of those things where I'm like, wow, I'm finally at that place where I can enter these realms and I'm not like looking for evidence of the devil. You know what I mean? You know, I don't. I think that this happens where you can kind of be in an environment and be like, oh, what's out to get me? What's in and I just I'm not as threatened anymore it's by a, that force because it is me. You know what I mean? Gabriel? The self
0: seriousness of it all like is yeah. such a fuck. It's just not fun. Like that's know, to me right? what it is. It's just it's not fun when it's just
2: like, oh, no. God, there's
0: all these fears and there's all these things. And everything's against us. And oh, God, we just have to transcend. And there's a- it's just
2: like fucking shut the fuck up and ride the wave. I like taking those folks and dipping them in deeper waves and showing them what's, what's really real and what's not and be like, and they'll stick their head out of the inversions and be like, oh, fuck, I've been upside this whole time. I don't, like, I'm, you know, I've been known to do that, but mm. it's getting easier for me. But you're right, like being in, being fluid in fluidity because it all is all waveforms. Mm. And now there's this whole higher aperture of octaves of, of, of different waveforms kind of like rolling through and settling down. And now we have the choice of free will to let those settle down and come through us. Mm. And uh, so, you know, that's good. But we talked about this cast wherein if you focus on the fear and you focus on the bad, where you're the one creating time, where your observation is materializing consciously and you're creating that energy and if there's a morphic quantum field of resonance and everyone's here in this fear forms or this consumption form, then what are you going to be manifesting? your little beautiful manifestation creation computer. Did you know that? Mm. Mm. that's all that's what you are. You're a vessel for spirit for manifestation. you're just this pure thing of magic, every bit of you, every hair, every cell, every strand and then whenever I figure out, The other parts of women that are just pure magic that I don't fully get yet. But, you know, you'll stare into those parts and be like, that's that's the forevermore right there. And Mm -hmm. I'm not quite sure what kind of magic that is, but I better take care of it. That's my current understanding of Mm -hmm. it at this point. You know what I mean? So it's all love. It's all love. You. Yeah.
1: You haven't met our friend Carrie. A girl. Hi, I was wondering.
2: Hi. Carrie. Hello. Carrie. We're making
1: an (laughs) official introduction
2: i've seen most glorious pictures of you on the i believe they call it the instagram uh-huh. <laughs> oh yeah i bet you guys i bet a lot of you i was of like i was like she is deep and intense i was like what's up with that i was like and why are they posting pictures of her i thought in my world i was like well they're doing some cool new york like half naked art thing and <laughs> <laughs> uh, post posts. Uh, what do you, like, can
1: you say it's not really my style but i can't help myself anymore yeah, oh, fair we, enough. We have a whole archive at this point. Oh, my of God. Of photos. <laughs>
0: yeah, for real. Carrie's been a huge um, muse in our life uh, during this quarantine, for sure. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens when it lifts. But. Oh, I'm
3: out of so- here as so this is over. I'm bouncing. Oh I'm packing my shit. You'll never hear from me Oh, God. Someone help uh. me. Anyone listening? <laughs> I'm stuck.
2: Is a cult. Is it, are you stuck? Yeah, this is, is a is cult. <laughs> Well, what what kind of Kool-Aid did they hand out? Was that shit dope? It feels like you kind of already took it. You got to be careful she made with it. Sean because he'll slip you the fucking Kool-Aid real quick <laughs> and you won't even know you had it, man. That's what I love about that dude.
0: Oh, yeah. You know about it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, what but you- I, love, I love that that's how we are in the world when someone experiences something outside of the, the rigidity of the, the four pillars in society that people call importance or they gravitate towards. You know, Mm. and we've came up with all these um, nomenclatures and words to describe things that aren't like, quote, unquote, like normal. And most times to have a conversation about spirit and calm and 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 consciousness. And if you want to talk about interdimensional beings or you want to talk about other dimensions or you want to talk about parallel timelines, most people are like, okay, well, uh, that's an episode of Star Trek that I saw. And I don't know that. But where I've been in practice for a while now, and then after we did this, I had three or four people reach out that needed to reach out in that moment that were like legit all the way in the bottom of the shit and were holding an anchor in such an intense place. And I was so honored and stoked that they reached out to me. You know what I mean? And, I, and, and they were like, well, I don't... And it was a good lesson for me because they are like, well, I don't want to burden you with all of my shit. Mm. And I'm like... I want to hear what's going on with you, man. Like the ones that are like really going through it. Like those are the ones that need to be talking about it. A lot of people never have those experiences. Traumatic family loss, near death experiences. I got sucked into this Alice in the Wonderhold program. And I'm hearing these tin noises and I'm seeing these dudes staring at me. And there's this cat. That's all like you wouldn't, you wouldn't believe some of the stuff (laughs) that I have heard. Right. You know? So all in all though, that's. What it's where that kind of went on a rant but anyway yeah no, what do you have it. what do you like uh the
0: funny thing is with this like this thing we're doing this little throuple here uh <laughs> it feels yeah how
2: does that work man i i have i'm like you're like you, hello you're like the luckiest guy ever yeah do you know, know what that... i what was it like when i first did that with the throuple thing i had two girls that i knew and we all loved each other dearly and we drank a, a few pitchers of Alabama Slammer, and I went back to the dorms with them. And they just sat, they sat in necks and played with one another's this part, just did that for like an hour and a half. And I was so good to go from that. They're yeah. like, yeah, jump on in there. And it was over for me in like five minutes, right? Yeah. Know like you it mean. was it. And I just laughed. And I was like, well, I was like throwing a toothpick into the fucking fire. That's it. What do I do now? I mean, they hadn't even got it started, but I—it was a good lesson. I yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Our first sure. time
0: all hooking up was kind of like that. I, as it was starting to go down, I was like, "I can't believe! I can't believe this! This is—it uh, didn't seem. It still kind of does." I like
1: toothpick in the fire. That's yeah,
0: cool. yeah. It was definitely a toothpick in the fire type of situation. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's the funny thing about it is—is is like you know we can feel certain people's like whoa, even people's like uh, gossipy interest in us but like from our perspective like i've never felt so normal in my life you know what i mean like like whew, like it was like some like like everything kind of clicked into place and it's like i don't know our days are just like really good and like it really feels like we're uh we're in a flow that fucking is really rare at least in my life i haven't touched this kind of flow in a while
3: yeah i mean i think we work really well together I think fate, we kind of met on, like, very odd circumstances, like very small world scenarios, and I feel like it was just meant to be.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: Like, it was just too much of a coincidence for Mm. us not to meet when we did.
2: What's your
0: read on it, man?
2: And yet here you are (laughs) in your vulnerability, threatening to pack up and leave after (laughs) (laughs) No, I would never. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I would never. It's a good indicator of an incredibly vulnerable person with a real... Mm. Having to protect that big heart she has, which you have oh, a huge big heart. Yo, I Carrie,
0: you nailed it. No, I You can just tell. nailed it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that girl would full-on dump everything in the world if she could, you know? Like, yeah. have love, blah, 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 blah five billion dollars. <laughs> good souls, givers. Yeah. Not surprised, man. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. I really love your long hair. I got a thing for long hair, admittedly so. Oh, I don't know what it you. is. Oh, thank you. Let me pull the it all lo- to the... Yeah, it comes like weird. all
3: the way down here in my waist.
2: Yeah. Oh, wow. It's cool. <laughs> Thank you. I, I met g- a guy. And he, he, w- he was walking <laughs> his Rottweiler and I went to talk to him and he looked right at me. And this guy was like the rare combination of like genius, crazy and and gnarly. Right. And I, and I went right up to him and was talking to him about his dog because I was looking for advice on Rotties because they're a, a rare ass dog to deal with. He looked right at me. He was like, "All the aura and who you are is in your hair, man." And he took one look at me and my beard, and he was like, "You're good people. Let's talk." It's like he scanned, like just looking at my hair, he could scan what was up with me, man. You know, like all you you store so much in your hair, and we're so conditioned to cut all of it off, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, we
0: are.
2: And and I've been, and I was working through a uh, a really big shame pattern with someone that I really love. You know how you have some friends you can talk about anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. like you literally talk about anything mm-hmm. <laughs> well this guy in particular was one of four altar boys at a church and uh the priest fancied only two of them and not him right
4: mm. and he
2: has always been gay and he was saying to me and this is the polar opposite of how most people feel about this right and he was saying well i was very hurt and i didn't feel pretty that Father Flanagan never choose me to take me in the back to have his little hot and dirty way with me. And I'm, and I'm sitting there thinking, okay, you talk to anybody about this, and most people are going to feel, yeah, you see what she just did, like, oh, my God. Right? <laughs> well, but yeah, I he went to thing. Catholic school for so long. so There I you just, go. The idea yes. of that is, oh. wow. <laughs> so, the, so what happens is, the reason why I bring that up, if someone doesn't talk about this stuff and take the charge off of it, if you can feel I'm real neutral about it, because I've had the rare opportunity to have friends that can talk about that from that perspective. And they've, they've always, that's what they've been attracted to. But at the end, he was like, well, I just didn't feel pretty. I don't know what I did wrong or whatever, right? Hmm. And so we're sitting there talking about, I was like, well, maybe if you would have spilled some of the wine on your thing and walked around with your ass hanging out or whatever, right? <laughs> so we're trying to figure out ways for him to get what he wants, right? Hmm. But there's this, there's this awkwardness that comes with that shame that gets involved in it. But here's why I bring that up. Because shame fosters fear. Yeah. Okay? And fear is commonplace. And shame is what all these demons and entities hide in. Mm. Every single one of them, right? In a world filled of people looking at pornography about their stepdad and their sister and their brother. You know the distortion that comes in place where like, oh, I feel bad and naughty. And no one's talking about it, right? But yet everyone's looking at it on Pornhub and then everyone's acting it out. And then we get these spiritual houses built where all these things are living in them, right? Mm. So, Whoa. if more people could realize that shame feeds that fear, and then in that fear, people go back in, and there's this like endpoint that creates this conscious road, and there's these non truths and this dishonesty, and there's the pureness. Of being humans being taken out of the equation and that's what i love about you cats because i'm like well let's just talk it out and so through that conversation with him it helped me clear a pattern in in my world with some strange you know whatever you could call perversions or things like whatever it does that does it for you yeah and there's nothing wrong with whatever does it for you but yeah. like how many people legit talk about what really does it for you? Most people mm. are like, oh, it's it's off the, the, the realm of normal. But another reason I bring up hair, and mm. I had this conversation with my son. I'm like, how many women have you had intercourse with that had no hair on their vagina? And he says, all of them. I'm like, how's that any different from you having sex with a 14-year-old girl? And he looked at me, and he says, I don't know, Dad. You tried to quantify it with something else, right? But in our world, in our reality, have we not like sexualized women in that way. Right. Totally. Where it's a function of like, you have to look like a, and if you don't, you're not sexy or you're not beautiful. So that's what I mean by having bigger conversations about how the conversation has like, like this dirty fog falling in on everybody. And to get those patterns to really clear, we have to have those conversations, right? And I'm mm-hmm. just that type of dad that, like, I like to introduce an irritant into my <laughs> yes. 18-year-old's world. Sounds like <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, but what that's what do. That's what came up to me for this week, right, about that. And I keep having people coming up, and I'll feel that shame, and I'll be like, well, let's just talk about it, man. Like, what, what's up? Like, what's going on with you? And, like, so much healing has came from that, you know? Yeah. So much of it. And then the shame around being a bad daughter, or kid or the shame around my parents are drug addicts and they have three divorces and Mm -hmm. I don't say it's my fault, but I feel it is somewhere that I did something wrong and I'm not, I'm a bad kid. That's all it takes for these kids to say something's wrong with me and I don't know what it is. And then they'll look for something as a reminder for that. And if they don't have like a cool friend group and you're not creating like a field or a grid of continuity, people fall through those cracks and then they get guns and then they grab drugs and then they start cutting themselves. Mm-hmm. Like tattoos, or I can't tell you how many people go and we'll, we'll, let me just cut the hurting out so I feel better. Whoa. Well, what the fuck happened between point A and point C for you to go in? Oh, wow. you know what I mean to to do that? At what point do you feel like you need to hurt yourself? It's that pain pleasure victimization dynamic that we gotta clear on this planet. As weird as that sounds, but there's something ain't right in this plane. Like something's yeah. not right. You know, and I just look at the way that you guys have congealed and created this thing, seated in love, hypercharged with some drug abuse. <laughs> <laughs> of course, What's but hey, fun? man, just a little. There you go. Yes. Oh, anyway, God. I kind of went off on a rant, but that's been on, but that's been on my mind because I feel it. I feel it in everybody, man. And mm-hmm. I'm, if you could just be like, what do I have shame about, and then see how it's connected <clears> in with fear, and then you can. Cass and I talked about this, and I mentioned it after I talked to you. Someone else mentioned this to me, and she had just spent two weeks uh, in a mental facility because she had a full-on breakdown, and her piece-of-shit friend decided that when she called, she was going to let her know that she was a loser and a terrible person, and how dare she go there and not reach out to her first, like ripping a scab off the wound. And in that moment, I was like, this world sucks. I don't want to be here anymore. This is what people do when they're deficient, and they are just angry, and they're looking for energy from somewhere. And in that moment, she told me the way she got through that and all those fear principles, she was like full-on gratitude, acceptance, and then from there, like, you get the peace starts rolling, you know? Mm -hmm. And So how many people do you know can look out at what's happening in the world and say, oh, we're stuck in the house and the economy's tanking and my 401k is falling apart and say, well... I'm grateful right now in this moment to be able to share this moment with the people that are currently in my life. Even if it's just me and my Roddy, if we make it out to go on a walk, right?
1: Yeah.
2: Or I'm able to kind of like gradate into a deeper space of consciousness to carve out and and own that area to to have a realer conversation. And then you'll feel people come flush into the moment and then you'll get like this, you'll get the real, you know, Mm -hmm. like you'll get, it'll be authentic. And then you you won't have to convince anybody of anything. Then you get what's there, and then that's just a bunch of beautiful people trying to do magic together to create. And then that put then that rolls waves out into the world, and everyone fills it. You know the animals, the trees, the people that are sick. So it,
1: it feels like we're at the dawn of a new age And I'm loving that it's coinciding With us knowing you um, Because it really feels like A shift in power is happening Because everything you talk about Like with the, the fetishes Or the the abuse or whatever it is Self-abuse, abuse of other people it, it feels like we're trying to find A rebalance of power Where there is not power To, to kind of level out, you know And it reminds yeah. me of kind of an experience That we mentioned in the last podcast Where, you know We were in the room and you kind of brought us all up together, you know, and it it really felt like there was what you described it as is a shift from a a reclamation of feminine power. You know, does that make sense? What Mm -hmm. can you remember what we were talking about? And yeah, and that's we really felt that on Sunday, especially, you know, this this switch from, you know, a consumption domination culture to one of co-creation and planting of seeds and taking care of each other and i mean are you feeling that happen
2: oh for sure i'm like leading the front as i'm watching the the left side of every human being right now has all of these seals and these implants that happened because of when lumeria fell and those atlantean male forces flipped a switch and there was a cascade that happened to lock down that feminine aperture in the female body there's more heart on the left side. If you look at a woman's bodies, a lot of women now will have a more pronounced breast on the left side even. Like you can see the genetic miasm coming through, right? Like if you look. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm more sensitive on my left nipple. So for me, that's how it comes Everyone through, right? it. <laughs> yeah, right. But, it, but the point in that is regaining. Okay, so think of it like this. Say If you ever heard someone talk about the left-handed path and it being the evil path. hmm and when you were in Catholic school, did you know anyone with the left hand and the nun would slap him on the left oh, hand? Oh, man, that goes back. <laughs> yeah.
3: I don't remember anything with the left hand, but I do remember, like, ruler slaps in preschool. Ooh,
1: <gasps> you're too young for that. That should have been outdated by then. Yeah.
3: That's crazy.
2: Because you were a well, bad preschool, girl, right? Yeah.
3: It wasn't me. It wasn't me. I, I, was, ah. a, I was an angel child. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be, but.
2: Now you're hanging out with us. So that's what I'm, it, that left side is being reclaimed. So the, the, fee, the female energies are starting to come back through and it's more of this, the male energies are, are emerald and very green as they come through, as they feed down from the higher octaves. And then the, the female energies are more of like a rich red, like the color of, um, you know, like the, the color of period blood. It's very rich. Mm. It's almost like a mix of, of that blood and then the, the fluid membrane. When a woman's carrying a child, mm. so when I if you're asking me retrieving that and regaining that aspect, there's been a uh, okay, in 1996 something happened, and darkness shifted like a, a cover over top of this realm, and ever since then there's been a there's been a move to to reopen it so that everything can balance like a balance in the force. I mean, I hate to go all Star Wars on it, but mm. I, that's the way it was explained to me. Mm. And I don't know why 1996 is significant, but something happened in Atlanta, Georgia. There was the Olympics, whatever. The bombing, I need yeah. to look it up. There was a bombing, right? Someone mm-hmm. else mentioned that to me. That's when that bombing occurred, too, right? Yeah. It was the I first year that. that the
0: Grateful Dead weren't touring. You know? That they weren't? The Jerry Garcia died at the end of the summer tour.
2: and uh, Well, there you fucking go.
0: Yeah.
1: Wasn't that like you Monica think- Lewinsky time, too? There was a
0: huge LSD bust, and the way that LSD was distributed, usually through the Deadheads... Uh, was not happening anymore. So L- the LSD consumption in this country plummeted in 1996, apparently. That's just a... That's, nice, that's, a that's because of.
2: the work that they were doing and what you, you really go is going in there and creating a buffer of love in that astral portal to keep the things from uh, laminating onto our realm. Mm-hmm. So, like, mad props for what the dead were doing and for what the the, the flower power generation... Like, we got to get back to that type of understanding oh they were know? preventing this yes they were like staving it off the best they could mm. yep and whatever happened what I, I think i know that bus because there was one guy that lived in a bunker that was making like all the lsd at that time yeah, man that was and if you know his story yeah that guy i mean he was pumping it out <laughs> yeah. man, like doing doing the good work for yeah. sure yeah you know, so he those are the, the tools. Grateful and- Dead
0: with that, mo- with the money from the LSD, he was the Grateful Dead sound guy, and he was funding their whole operation. Oh, and they were living with him, and uh, it wasn't just LSD. It was DMT was a huge part of uh, their origin story, and probably a huge part of like the beginning of uh, them being able to fight off that cloud of darkness. Does that help? Yeah, whatever you want
2: to call that thing. And I'm so hesitant to even talk about it, but I see it rampantly and the way it's came through and got its little claws into uh, the major four pillars in society. You see it, the little snake wrapped around the pole in the World Health Organization. Mm-hmm. Hmm. In the medical model, the little snake, you see it on the front of a hospital. Yeah, what is that? Uh, uh, it's also on Colgate toothpaste. Yeah. Hmm. With fluoride in it. We can take it a little further. There's all kinds of other things that have snakes associated with it, Uh, like Slytherin from Harry Potter. (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) You, You see that? You see, you're getting closer to the microphone because <laughs> shit just got real. But what that snake really represents is, a, is, is an infusion into those pillars that feed a lot of I don't know if you noticed this or not, but when you go into a hospital, you're more likely to die going yeah. in there than you are walking out mm. and or catching a superbug or pneumonia. Eight out of ten people on a ventilator with this illness, uh, they die. Mm-hmm. And I've heard stories of people going into comas and getting pulled into these inversions and, like, living through nightmares, man. Like, I pull people out of that stuff. Yeah. I did it three days ago, and the amount of change you can see in someone once you get them to come, like, flush back up through there, their reality is, is, like, pretty profound. And not everybody inherited a real hearty template. Like, she, you, you, I, you, Carrie, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. You inherited... Like a, a very hardy template genetically, so there's stuff that doesn't land on you. You hold the lower frequency uh, aperture, and Cass holds the higher one, and he's right in the middle of ground, just holding on for dear life the whole time. <laughs> Damn, dude. Sounds about pretty right. much, man. I, <laughs> yeah. That's about that's how that works, right? And so you'll see people come together, and they'll counterbalance the energies out. But that's what I mean by some of the conscious work for you, if anything, would be to like lighten whatever is going on down in your sacral chakra and so that things can start to rise to rise up to reach up into that higher octave. But that's a great example of how some people will just have a more open flow and disposition. Like Cass has stuff coming in and out of her airspace on the regularly, where with Carrie, it's like, like you know, you halt there, mofo. You come no further, right? <laughs> some people can't draw that much. Because I feel her creating a boundary around you guys, whether she knows it or not, because mm. she has that that amount of draw similar to me Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. some ways right Mm -hmm. you know like we should get together at some time and i'll draw a circle and we can see if we can get you to you know do some cool stuff whoa it'd be fun you know you i mean you never know if you get people that are down but what but getting back to 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 the snakes and seeing that symbol when you get what the world health organization is really doing when you get what's going on in the medical model and a pharma hello Man, I can make you a blend with the, with the sativa strain that I grow, and it'll do you better than any of this other garbage in the world, period, yeah. right? Oh, no yeah. matter what it might be. Mm-hmm. So pharma, and then also the, the formal education system. If you look at the seals of most states, and like Harvard and Yale and the big three that people pay all this money for, you'll see that little snake, it's everywhere. And that's a representation of whatever you want to call those Orion forces, O-R-I-O-N. And I group into that Anunnaki, Nephilim, Luciferian, Tothian, Draconian. It's all the same thing.
0: Mm-hmm. It's all the same
2: force. They've banded together. We're talking about a group of people that understand brotherhood and camaraderie. A, war- a warriors, full on. They don't know. They don't know defeat. They're like fight to the last man standing. And it's something that a lot of humans just don't have and are not. Na- namaste, light and light. Let me not look at the terrible. But then, Cast, what I've seen you doing is separating yourself out from it. And then when you look at it from that bigger picture, broader, from love, the way you observe all of it, it collapses that waveform. And what we were—what ta- was I telling you? Just import pink pixie lovey dovey. Just my see bronies. what you—yeah, <laughs> yeah, my now, little ponies. <laughs> my little ponies, right? You know, there's a big <laughs> new upsurge of men with working with My Little Ponies. It's like a whole cult now. Like in Japan, if you heard about <laughs> it. No,
0: it's it's big here too. Bronies, yeah, has it been? It.
2: bronies, bronies. Yeah. Rock and roll, man. What is yeah. that
0: about? Why are they doing that?
2: Men just need a, a, a safe space to embrace not the male collective, not war. And mm-hmm. I guess My Little Ponies is is there's something about that where a man can... Uh, uh, oh, here's a man playing with something that looks like a, a doll or a girly thing. Yeah. Mm. God forbid, right? <laughs> so I think there is something to be said for, for that whole movement. It's just people needing to feel space where it's not always punches and hurts and injuries and insults coming together. That's
0: the juggalos, you know, I think that's why people watch our movie about juggalos and they think that they're gonna, like, hate watch them, and they come out the other end a lot of times knowing they are them, and, like, their circle of compassion has expanded that much
2: more to where they realize that they are a fucking juggalo. I ordered some antique tools off the internet. I could show you. I got an antique butcher knife, and it is creepy. Nice. <laughs> you're a, you're a true oh, man. I guess so. And I picked it up, and I thought of you guys. I was like, does, <sighs> this, does this mean I'm right with this whole Juggalo thing? But for me, oh, it yeah. represents cutting through the hate and cutting through the garbage. Mm. Yeah, being whatever and being what you. Hello, people. Be what you ever you need to be. You are an original, authentic snowflake, and you come together and create a blanket of snow. It's ridiculous if people think I'm just one snowflake in my negative ego and I'm just going to eat the whole mountain. I don't need all you other snowflakes because mm. I'm just going to be me. But I, that's what we teach our kids. That's what we teach. That's what yeah. is rampant, right? You it know, makes them the good thing. consumers. Yeah, yeah. And you're really consuming yourself.
0: <laughs>
2: I mean, are you not, right? Yeah. Being taught to consume and then you're in consumption and it's that snake consuming its tail. Yeah. And they just sit and laugh at us. I know. You know, man, in in the insurance industry, it's like man works to get money and then your money goes to work for you. So we would put them in an annuity or we'd put them in a a safe investment, which right now none of them are, Mm -hmm. if it was a mutual fund or whatever it might be. And a lot of people don't know that about me, that I hold a degree in accounting And I was a financial planner for four years. And I wrote massive, uh, you know, tax beneficial programs for people. And the one thing I learned from that is people don't like paying taxes Mm. and they love their money. And I can't tell you how many lawyers would tell me, you know what? I'm not leaving shit to my kids. I'm going to buy an airplane. I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm like, "Nah, I'm out, man. Mm. Like more often times than not. But something happened to me and I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like I felt my soul doing something I wasn't comfortable with. You know what I mean? Like whatever was happening to me, I was getting pulled into the grind or into that system. There was like this coldness and we would, and people would come through and then my dad would joke about, well, whoever brings us the $2,000 retainer, that's the one that gets our services. And we, we knew, We knew the whole system. The lawyers, the country club, they would all sit together and laugh at everybody. Do you know that's how it works? Wow. The ultra-wealthy get together and they just laugh about it. When they're Mm -hmm. not in the courtroom at each other's throats, they're playing cards in a locker room where only men can be in with a bunch of naked mofos running around playing golf Mm -hmm. with people waiting after their every whim. Mm -hmm. And that's that differentiation in society. And it it never felt right to me, man, you know? So flash forward, now I have all those references for whatever happened to me, whatever's up there was like, okay, you've been here and now you're going somewhere else. And so I went through this gradient and I just kept moving through it and moving through it. And at the end of it, I was like, there's something way bigger out there, whatever you want to call it. And and I need to reach for it. And then I'll have like a conversation like what I had with Cass. And then I'm looking at these beautiful souls here. They're just like, okay, we don't I'm not totally sure what's going on, but it's something's off. It's, It ain't right, you know, so and just what I was talking to you about with the snakes and all that. Mm. uh, They'll probably come after me just for saying that you should know that they don't want you to know that those four systems that are integrated that feed down. They trickle energy. People go in and get cut. Uh, How about kids so morbidly obese that they have to go in for lap band surgery and then have complications and blood clots their whole life? Right, and then, and then these entities get an in into their energy body and they already feel terrible shame, shame mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. themselves for being obese when everywhere you go on every corner, oh my God, there's another place where you can consume way more than you need to consume in terms of calories, you know? I mean, you two, fit as a fiddle, probably only have to, like, live off of the ethereal goo of the universe, right? You have We're to try. Carrie, Sean and Cass are a rare breed of souls, are they not? <laughs> like, like very, how very lucky very are you <laughs> to be able to, to drink in the majestic glory, which they are? <laughs> and then Kat, Cass, and I've been laughing for two days because the moment I showed up and I was like, Cass, like, hit me off with some of that wisdom, right? Like, teach me something, girl. Like, it's just so profound what she said. And I was just like, oh, my God, holy shit. I was like, here I am as the man in this position. I should just shut up and, and mm. let her say something real, you know. <laughs> so I'm going to try to do that right now. But I keep <laughs> laughing because it was like what she said. I'm going to write it down. It was good. And I was like, "I was like, yes, gratitude. And
0: she's right, you know.
2: Oh, so, yeah. What do you always tell I, people?
1: I have no idea. I feel like I'm just feeding Gabriel back wisdom that he gave me.
2: Well, no. It ain't that at all. And that's why I want to you want to talk about working through this pattern. So how about I reach right through that where in that in the world, we've had it set up in that male tyranny form. um, You know, like women are used to having to take the back burner. So I'm going to take a moment. And here's exactly what she said to me. And this was real. And I'll never forget it. You gravitate to that which you secretly love. most.
1: (laughs) I didn't say this. This is beautiful, but I didn't say it.
2: Just that much is real, but it meant. But I mean, it meant a lot to me, right? And it came from that channel. And this is how she lives. This is how it is. There's no chance, coincidence, or accident in a world ruled by law and divine order. Mm. But the indigo in me was like, "Fuck law and divine order. Let's just break the whole system and start from over. And we're gonna unplug. We'll get whatever's up there to come back. Let the Ama- Amazonite women come back. Like,
4: Whoa.
2: Carrie, you look like one of those Amazonite girls nice. that whip out a magic mm-hmm. wand and off everybody. So. <laughs> Keep an eye on that one, I know it when I see it I've learned the hard way to respect that magic Whatever that is, I'm still trying to figure it out <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Cass, that was like that really I wanted to take the time to say that really meant a lot to me You sending that, you know yeah, And then that's you're like, I'm, I'm on a gratitude IV drip Morning, noon, and night Only thing that gets me through How raw and authentic is that? Who do you know that's like I sit on a gratitude IV drip? Yeah. Find me someone more angelic and more beautiful than that Go ahead, I dare you so I, I wanted to take a moment and send that energy back to Cass. Because that that's what, Sean, that's what we have to do as men. Yeah. We got to like, be like, hey, uh, not only are you the holder of life for nine months, but you're also gorgeous, wise, and beautiful. And if we could just sit back and let you all flower and blossom, we might have a chance to make it through this thing in a world full of lawyers and engineers and presidents with presidential mm-hmm. egos, and mm-hmm. it's out of control, right? So thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. Thank and you. To and thank send to, the energy back.
1: Thank you to Funkadelic, which some of those words are from. Cause
0: Funkadelic, yeah, George Clinton wrote the first words you were saying. Yeah. Um, that's from a song called Good Thoughts, Bad Thoughts, which everyone should listen to. We've played many oh, times. Yeah. And then uh, the other playing? part was pure cast. But the gratitude, her being on an IV drip of gratitude, I've seen her graduate to that dimension. And I feel like uh, it's so amazing to bear witness to somebody like, Coming into gratitude all the time, and gratitude, and I feel like the synchronicities and people like Carrie coming into our world and yourself are like the little gifts and the reminders that like you're you've popped up a dimension. And I feel like gratitude's the, actually the fuel for it all.:
1: Yeah, the flowers are prettier, that's for sure.
2: Yeah. yeah the flowers
1: yeah, the flowers, the gifts the life of like when you recognize the gifts that you're receiving, the gifts get even better.
2: They do, huh? Oh yeah. See, she did it again. She how she's all nonchalant, like, oh uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> when you recognize the gifts that you've been given, and you're able to sit in your own truth then you will ascend into a higher evolutionary plane, and you can stop recycling the death energies and then uh, maybe the angels will come back and put an end to all the affliction and the fear and suffering in this realm. You see how she does it all nonchalant like that? It's all about the delivery. It's been a good lesson for me. (laughs) then when I do it, I'm
0: I'm such a showboat. It's why we even have a podcast, you know? And, like, Cass didn't even want to be on this podcast. She wasn't on it for, like... 40 episodes you know like it was really yeah she wasn't on it for so long you know she she would do the audio but when people would address her she would be like oh god (laughs) you know (laughs) but like slowly but surely uh she just surpassed me and um kind of like took over and it's good you don't
1: have to give your power away no no in that statement but i think what we're what we're recognizing is that this this dawn of a new age is going to affect men and women and it may be equally uncomfortable for both because we've been gotten into a very comfortable routine of the power dynamics you know um so as the energy shifts and mother earth reclaims her power by sending us all inside um there's some adjustment that's required and adjustment when it, when we realize the the patterns underneath us that cause us to relate with human beings uh, dependent on their gender, different ways based on how the assumptions we make about who they are and the power they
2: hold. Right. She did it again. She did it again. It was good. (laughs) It was
0: really good.
2: (laughs) I so want to relate to people. That's why if anyone is on here, if you look, on authentically from my heart from my soul i have heard every single possible thing you could ever possibly imagine when you hang open a placard and says come talk to me and you open up that door you usually get people with issues not i, I skinned my knee i need a band-aid right <laughs> i love you i want to know what's hurting you i want to know what's going on in your world it's not about the money if 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 I don't have the time or the skill set to help you with whatever's going on in your world, yet another thing missing in the spiritual community with people that are quote-unquote healers. Like, I'm not a healer. I'm an advocate to help assist you to get into a better revolution to get reach a higher plane, mm-hmm. to talk to your higher self, to integrate so that your soul can express itself, right? Or what is your heart medicine? I mean, can you imagine a world of people that were like, hey, what's up, what's your heart medicine? Mm-hmm. Like, how, how can you share your love in the world? It yeah. makes me want to cry just thinking about it, man. Yeah. Like, how great would that world be? It'd be mm-hmm. a really different New York. You couldn't even walk down the block without catching 10 or 15 hugs. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I'm like, how do we go the other opposite direction? You catch a hold of me, you're going to get the hug of your life. I'm like, okay, social distancing. You know? <laughs> I know what I know what happens when we leave this place. I know what's going on. I know how distorted things are. And I so you are not you are not alone if you're hearing this because I hear like mm-hmm. there's one person out there right now. I so love you and I care for you. You don't have to sit down in there and be alone in that. It does not mean that if you're hearing something, if something's coming at you at night, it is not normal. There is help out there, I promise you. And it is a dream of mine to be able to come true and authentic in a place of purity, and without embellishment and without trying to garner anything but attempting to form that fabric, it's like a fog on the jungle floor, right? Like Mother Earth, all she knows is blanketing rich water fog on all of her beautiful plants in the morning. Mm. And like, if you take that fog away, you get a bunch of withering plants and vines. And then the bugs and the critters and the snakes and everything else... They don't get the cover, they don't get the nutrition, they don't get the ethereal essence. Yeah, I need the the and it's just so the mother she so badly wants her children back. And mm. you know, just from, from the heart. I just sometimes will feel it come through because i often feel like i'm an advocate for whatever that balancer is for her for our great mother and how ridiculous is it that we've sprawled out in these concrete jungles where you can't find a tree and you can't plant cannabis right and mm. and, you, and it's like that that getting your hands in the soil and that microbiome and like eating dirt and the b vitamins on a carrot that you pull out of the ground those B vitamins as a vegan, now we have to take B12 so that we're not deficient. And now we're in this world where it's like, well, you've got to eat an animal. Well, guess what? There's an agenda to make all the animals sick right now. And what's the next most available meat supply in the world? Us. Yeah. (laughs) Think about that, right? And just with beans and legumes and everything else, and we joke around about it. And that's why more of us now need to get together and like meditate and like see the love and be the new pattern and be in our heart because that can not only get the timeline aperture think of time as an aperture and with the hundred monkey if you get enough people that are seeing it from here then the time will do this and then the realm will start to open and remember that chaos thing i was talking to you about cass where Mm -hmm. you're the eye in the storm Mm -hmm. when you get that realm to start to move this way then the entire dimension will fold in And then the new one can come in and then that timeline can move through that new dimension, move through that realm and access this timeline. When you understand that there's splitter technology and that there's big tech involved in keeping a a, a differential still in place so that we stay stuck on the not so good timeline, man. Because I don't know about you, but I'm not down with having to walk outside and fend off like, dude, you're not going to eat me, bro. Back up. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because there's a viral pathogen it turns people into like hungry for like flesh when you really get what the world health organization is doing and the shots that they're going to try to give you oh, you know God. don't be like look no you're not giving me that stuff you all need to come somewhere you come on down here to good old west virginia <laughs> Hell, mm. I'll oh, build a little compound in the back of my house with 5,000 people in a mountain and wait for this thing to pass over, man. So, I mean, I kind of went on a bit of an epic rant there. You're welcome, world. But please, please don't be foolish enough to think that they are, you know, are really, really looking out for you. It's out of control. And I really feel like the more of us that can be loved and not be in fear. But I, I run that gamut of we need to talk about this right and then not be in fear but a lot of people are like oh that's conspiracy theory and that's fear porn and mm-hmm. and oh i'm not no that's that's not for me i think i'm just gonna jump on Pornhub and take this thing that looks like a dragon and see whatever hole i can get it in and i then i'm gonna take my zoloft and, and i'm gonna pray to that beautiful beautiful jesus that i have urges for but i have shame talking about how i want to ride <laughs> jesus if i could just sit on his face Ooh. glory hallelujah then I will finally get what I've been needing and missing from my life, which is, oh, I don't know, r- real in spirit. and spirit and and the raw grittiness that we're needed as men to rally and, and to rally and be like, OK, let's at least try to have a conversation about it. And I try to use humor to talk about topics that really need to be addressed because, I mean, who else is going to do it? Most of what you see in the news is garbage. Mm. You're being peddled. A bunch of stuff and none of it's really positive they at least used to have one good story about a cat coming out of a tree do you you remember the news yeah you used to finish every every broadcast with
0: something with a cat or a dog or some fucking you know uplifting thing
2: yeah where 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 are the uplifting things it's like we're having to fight to uplift ourselves isn't it oh yeah we're really we're being put in this isolation chamber right
0: now and uh i don't know it's 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 bringing out our true colors i think ultimately it's helping us like you should see how we're behaving like our place is starting to look more like yours like there's all kinds of little projects going on (laughs) we're growing things in here and there's bottles of this and that we have like i'm like the master of like sprays and scents and stuff and these girls are growing and cooking things that you wouldn't fucking believe we're making our own almond milk we're making granola bars out of the the almond leftovers from that like everything's being used you should see the fucking cannabis coconut oil that Carrie made yesterday.
1: Oh, it's bright green. Oh,
0: holy
2: oh wow. Fuck, I bet. Well, she's got a gift with potions. It's because she's got all that, whatever that is, and I'm not <laughs> sure trying to quantify it with words is ridiculous, but I bet if under a full moon and you yeah. let her run wild and free you'll behold it won't you and then it's just like i just need to hold on for dear life and see how many babies comes out of this magical event that's occurred <laughs> in this moment you know so yeah. that again every yeah. time i have the moment to honor a powerful woman if more of us can do that and then hand back They're so used to giving the energy to the men and giving their pieces to the men because of what happened in the feudal age, because the tyrants had the castle and all the grain. And so the women had to, to survive, had to do things and look a certain way. So, as we're kind of breaking out of that pattern, whenever I feel it, like I'll shift it and I'll give all that, I'll give the women all that energy back and see where they can take it in. Because women have been so modulated to just like be like a bucket for whatever fluid currently comes out of that man, which mm. is not appropriate to ever do that to a women, woman. There's yeah. a natural channel where it goes up into the vaginal canal and then they hold it. And then a woman's body produces more estrogen as that seed sits. And then it's supposed to create magic as it comes out and into fruition. All the stuff you see in porn is just it feeds into those Luciferian inversion grids and it needs to go away because we need to stop teaching our little girls to be strippers at the age of 10. Thanks for that, Jennifer Lopez, right? Oh, to, shit. Like, well, Hi. <laughs> We need to, like, for me, I'm an old-school Victorian soul, right? Like, I remember when the there used to be a three-hour process to bathing, clothing, combing hair, use the chamber pot, and every bit of it was beautiful, and every bit of it was intimate. And then when those two souls came together, it was like, fireworks going off man Mm. and if you even if you even just touch the nipple one time she was like "Woo!" you know like we need to get back to that i I feel like we should get i mean not going backwards in time but like honoring every form of the woman because these days it's like everything is on display Mm. and i don't want to see all that and most of the women that are on Instagram, I'm like, that's there's just too much of everything and I can see every bit of it and mm. with these floss bikinis. As a man, is it not fair? Can you walk in the world and not see the thong in the yoga pants and you're like, <laughs> oh my girl, immediate erection?
0: I, yeah, I mean, that's... It, it's I mean, I'm
2: all, I'm all for female sexuality being out there and then being real with them. But at some point, we got to be like, I tried to get together a group of friends of mine so we could walk around with the yoga pants on and return the favor to all the women. And the looks that we got, like, would, could you please cover up your package? And I'm like, well... Could you cover up your package? And then there was like no more conversation to have because at that moment it gets a little awkward, right? Free the package. It's I love it. Movement. I love when the
1: package is out. I love when you see media now and it's like they're showing dick and stuff. I'm like, yeah, that's exactly how it should be.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah when you is see that, some Is guy. that the term? Showing dick? Is that? Yeah. Is did <laughs> that just happen?
0: Showing dick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> see, Cass did it again. You see how she's all like, uh, I pre- when yeah, sh- uh, showing Dick on like that. I love it. I'm a big fan.
0: Oh, dude.
2: But yeah, go ahead. I'm. I mean, I just I kind of get going with it and I'm no, like, we the love world it. could be so much better.
0: Oh man, I yeah, wish we were chilling and we could be playing cards while we had this conversation. You know, really Yeah, that'd be great. Going on.
2: I finally got things put in place where I could actually use the DMT and won't blow the top off of my crown chakra. You got to be well put together. To really take those things in. And I use a Syrian rue derivative in lemon juice when I make it, right? Like, you can actually produce it. You probably have access to it. But I have to actually do shit with stuff to be able to use it. And when I do, it's like a a two-day thing. And then I'll usually sometimes will add in a mescaline derivative. I'm a big fan of, like, the old Indian mescaline peyote. Because then you really journey and you go in hard. And what do people do when they're on that? They usually make a mound and start a fire in it and then they're, like, contained in that elemental force, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if you do a sweat, yeah, like a legit one, and you eat the whole thing. So, you know, there are places for it, for sure. I'm not... Dude. What other psychedelics? I mean, what, what else are you into? It's been a while because I've been on... I've been on this natural kick of, like, no jewelry, nothing that changes my, my mental chemical structure... Because I've been working to deepen my access to higher frequencies and to be able to ground it out and do it naturally because there's a way that your endocrine system and your chemical biology elicits a bigger ethereal cosmic handshake with the higher octave dimensional planes of reality. Did you hear? I just said some real shit right there. I don't Mm -hmm. know if you know that or not, but I felt it when it came out, okay? That was really good. (laughs) And so now I can feel energy coming out of my nipples, and my balls are like a catalyst of life force creation, and I can make other realms and shit. I actually did it uh, a couple days ago. Nice. I know, all right. Real talk, man. She call Gemini every time. I, you know what? Gemini's are like catnip for me, and I need to figure it out because it's like <laughs> really? it's like Superman's kryptonite. Oh, hell yeah! Every time Gemini. I get around one, yes. and I'm like. I'm like, look, if you toss that bad twin at me we run one more time, man, like we're we're gonna go take over the world. Did you see how I got real Sith Lord for me real quick? <laughs> Just now like that, right? It's something about where I'm very Libra, so I'll balance it and when all that wind comes in, it gets all walk like an Egyptian on me, right? And then I'll go into I'll go into I'll go into my shadow aspect. And for me to gain control over that powerful shadow chaos part of my masculinity. To, to hold it in my body and not project it out to waste my magic has been nothing short of like a really Difficult discipline to acquire that that tonality, but for me uh, Garnering a mastery of consciousness through the ethereal and then through the astral realm and doing it naturally so that I can hold those frequencies and counterbalance them in the bottom part of my sacral and my body was really the kicker and so now i can go back like when you guys roll through and we want to have smoke out choke out again for two straight days <laughs> <laughs> you know then i can go into that space and i can pattern into it because now for me if i use a substance i'm accessing every other person that has created the morphic field around that substance
0: yeah mm. i felt that on but, sunday with the with the acid especially because it was a day that everyone was doing acid because it was bicycle day oh okay yeah Whoa. i did not know that oh yeah yeah, I should have taken some. Oof, dude. What about? I wanted to ask you about. Um, I woke up thinking I wanted to ask you about tobacco.
2: I ordered some real, true Peruvian tobacco seeds. I'm gonna grow some in my in my grow in my backyard. And I ordered three types of belladonna plant. Mm. I have this terrible fear. When you die, don't go to a morgue and let them cut your organs out. No. Don't 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 give your organs away. No, spiritually, it's a, it's an absolutely a nightmare. Oh, like when I go, or when my dog gets to the point where she's gonna go, we're gonna do it full on Viking, and we're gonna do it Socrates style, and I'm gonna give her belladonna, and she's gonna slip off, and I, I'm gonna carry that beautiful girl right up to the light personally, and that's oh. how it needs to be done, right? You see how like inside Whoa. I'm crying in my soul right mm-hmm. now? I feel that strongly about it, yeah. but I have a relationship with death that I have earned. Because once you you have an appreciation for life, once you really get to understand the entropic nature of death. And when a body goes into entropy, they give off so much energy. So much energy. And when you go to the morgue, you get pulled into one of that that pillar, the medical model. Mm -hmm. For real. Like Mm -hmm. your energy will roll into that and you can get hung up on it. And I know it, it got real and a little deep right there. But I had an experience where I had some energies come through and they did not know... That there are beings without souls on this planet that are causing mayhem and so we had like this five-hour powwow sit down about what's really going on and the beings that are here that don't have souls and like how they've just wreaked havoc and they're like "Well, we, we just didn't know and I'm like well I don't know how I got down or how it happened I do know it was from 15 years of being like not regular job a whole lot of celibacy uh, instead of rubbing one off, let me sit here and let that energy rise up into my pineal gland, taking the cage off my thymus, letting my throat chakra buzz, right? Being silent mm-hmm. in my silence. So little things that you can do. And I don't expect everyone to go on full spiritual warriorship, which was a term I heard from David Wilcox's wife last night. But that's kind of like what it's about. Like it's a, it's a warriorship. Versus a ship that warriors are on together and then spiritually we're able to regain. What I feel like I've done is regain access. Because I remember in Egyptian life so where I would see the women draw down the Nile and bring Isis forth. And then from their endocrine glands the pheromones would come out of their armpits and this massive magic plume would come out like a, like a beautiful like bird almost. Mm. And then now what do we tell women to do? Shave their armpits, put deodorant poison in there. And God forbid as a human being you give off a pheromone signature. That's what they wanted. They wanted you covered in aluminum and they want women and men to be all shaven. It's because you don't access those deeper and then hold that higher octave so that your expression of heart comes through very true right mm. so like that expression is really important through that medium and that's what I love what you guys have been doing with finding people that have all their different forms of expression whether they right. paint their face whether you find you know magic person to make magic of whatever and then mm. giving them a voice or an outlet and I'm incredibly grateful because I know you guys don't know that about me but that day I reached out to you and I was like hey I'm barely holding on I was like, my, my body was here, but we're more spirit than physical. And if you clear enough patterns off of your body, mm. you become more spirit. Yeah. And then you yeah. get to make the choice, and that would be ascended master level, I guess, as to are you going to inhabit that body? Mm. And what's that going to look like? And I just didn't see, there's just, uh, regularly there'll be so not love in the world you make it look good though man you do well thank you i think you do like
0: it's like you're definitely uh one of the funniest just coolest people we know you know like you're such a gift to this dimension that like
1: yeah you better stick around
0: we need you yeah just call us anytime you're thinking about not sticking around and we'll convince you to
2: It was a function too of there's a massive rift that I see forming in the astral and a lot of people get into get the Holy Spirit rolling or they'll get into astral bliss or they'll get into some drug fueled frenzy like at the raves and then they'll spin in that fifth density and then the things up in that eighth one like I was talking about before they plug in and then people will get all right Mm -hmm. and that's not so much spirit that's you know that that's just more addiction. And so for me, where i work my way up into more cycles of 6 and 12 and getting away from 2 to 5 and 10, my guides called it multiples of duality. Because if you have duality of dark and night sitting here, it creates this ethereal third dimensional bubble, which is the one that all the plants feed. And when you have sex properly, it should feed into that ethereal bubble, right? So when you have beings that have taken that duality and then they multiplied it 2 to 5 to 10, then they keep it stuck in five and ten to keep you out of six and twelve does that make sense right the way they use mathematics the illuminati they're all about math and numbers and then that that i is all about three and the holy trinity in church do you know about that holy mother father god
0: yeah right I don't like there's tell a, there's me, a well, trinity. So yeah, Cass isn't catholic like like carrie
2: and i <laughs> oh well, carrie you like well, well what did they teach you and when you were a catholic like the holy trinity like mother mary is the father of jesus and then through Jesus, it's like, then you have Father God, but then you have to go in and uh, talk to Daddy in a hidden secret box and uh, <laughs> tell Father, Holy Daddy, all your little dirty secrets. And then Hell Mary, full of grace, now you can go out and, and be slutty again. Uh, (laughs) I mean tell me if I'm wrong though But my dad was Catholic And all were his brothers And they were abused at eight different churches All over America And he never talks about it The one time I talked to him about it I've never seen the the look on his face Like that ever again I was Mm. like dad I need something I don't know what's going on I think God whooped my ass Catholicism is the oldest one Maybe I I should go there And he didn't have to say anything to me You know how some people will give you that look yeah mm. right and then as a man we don't men don't talk about being abused no. do they no but it happens all the time yeah it does but oh. anyway but yeah the whole y'all oh yeah that's a whole nother all all the time man i know it's happened to me for sure like twice you know oh, so dude, just uh i was this girl and she used to tell me she's like if yeah. i ever get a hold of you and you're drunk i'm gonna i'm taking i'm gonna take that dick it's mine i'm just telling you and i'll give it to her she told me and she caught me drunk at some hotel party or whatever and i was like mm. no 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 and you're in the throes of whatever and it happens to men and they just don't talk about it that's an effort that happened
0: to me once and no one believed me or like they made fun of me kind of you know see
2: all right, well, let's talk about because you see what this does. It bridges a gap where we can be vulnerable, male together, and it would be the rarest thing in the world. How often do men talk about? So now, yeah, please tell. tell well, us no, what I'm happened. not.
0: It's it's not even beyond. Like it was just basically the same thing. It was just like somebody who'd always made it clear, like, yeah, I'm gonna get my chance with you. And I had I was with somebody for seven years. I'd never cheated on her. or had been with anyone else. I'd lost my virginity to this girl. And the first time I ever had pop brownies, I was out of my mind and uh yeah went out went to this place and this bartender who was also a friend gave me i think i drank nine coronas and then she basically like just like followed me around until i passed out and like took advantage of the situation and i always like don't really like talking about it because compared to so many women we know so many that have told us their stories it's just nothing it doesn't even feel like anything like the most traumatizing part to me was like um she was like rough with me in a way that like i've never had been with like that was kind of crazy but also like people finding out like i was like oh god
2: like I. and they gave it. you a hard time about it didn't they yeah. They give you shit like oh dude what do you mean like you're uh, you you had sex you're yeah
0: yeah kind well, of
2: uh, See, but the thing that I noticed about that is like, I could feel the, what your heart looked a certain way. There was a certain amount of like, I just have to accept this. And then you quantified yeah. it with, wait for it. There's a lot worse happening in the world. Yeah. And this ha- and it happens to a lot more women. But that still doesn't justify the fact that you were taken advantage of. Yeah. And, in, in, and I got newsflash, women, if a man gets an erection because of your pheromones, this is not a go sign for you to go jump off his twizzle stick and try to break the thing off with your newfound writing skills <laughs> that you saw in whatever movie about strippers. No names mentioned, <laughs> right? Oof. You know what I mean? But, but look, Oof. as a man, for you to be able to say, Oof. like, that happened to you, and I see you. Oh, yeah. And then yeah, there's a healing that comes from that, Cathar- I think catharsis, just talking about it. If yeah. you're in a muff of a loving, conscious space and you have a voice and your voice matters, then the material plane will allow the energy to come true. Mm-hmm. And then any part of you that got lingering in that experience, I guarantee you you're not the only person she did that to. Yeah, probably women, not. Maybe she got off on it. Oh, I guarantee you. Oh, I can tell right off the bat. There's a lot of women out there that will be on that succubus tip. And let me tell you, because I'm kind of dealing with a little bit of this (laughs) right now. um, They'll just show up in your bedroom and it'll just be just this cloud of stuff. And you'd be like, dude, I don't know about that. What's up with you in that cloud and all those (laughs) thought forms? Because I see all of it. And I'd be like, are you sitting at the house rubbing one off right now, plotting on how you're going to have, what's happening right now? I'm like, why can't you call on me? But there'll be implants in that sacral chakra. And if that girl gets on you, she can transfer those implants. And men have them too. Most men are rampant with those sacral second form implants that roll through, right? They're ethereal. Mm. So they will kind of transfer that way. They're viral that way, yeah. you know, mm. but that's a, well, that's going down to the deeps of the deeps, but you should know that that happens when those things transfer. But thank you for sharing that. Yeah, I man. I don't often talk about that story, but I, I'll give it to her. She would tell me every day. She'd be like, Mm-mm-mm. if I, if I ever, it was just the way she would yeah. do that and her eye would get all shifty. And I honor her because that, I mean, she took what she wanted and I'll give her that. But I was passed out drunk in a hotel room with people everywhere, mm. you know? Mm. It was awkward. But yeah. interesting that you say you lost your virginity. Uh, where did you lose it? Where did you go? Did you know you can get your innocence back? This recently happened to me. Wow, mm. shit. I've done that
0: before. I think I accidentally stumbled back into my innocence you know, through, through shifts in consciousness. Yeah, you can. I can attest
2: to that. Uh, (laughs) I had some help from some magical beings and I didn't know it was possible. I opened up, I was really far down in magic and I had a, a fairy. I don't know, like the, the ruler of those fairy realms will come through like the queen. It's like what you see in the movie and she speaks on behalf of them. And I thought it'd be fun to make her the most ornate, ornate, beautiful drink ever So I took a copper goblet and I sprayed rose mist all over it and I sat it down and let it rest. And I took like eight different kombuchas and this lavender hibiscus syrup and I mixed it up and I put some of my cannabis on the top with two yarrow flowers on it and I took it up to my heart and I was like, on behalf of all the ridiculous humans that don't believe in magic anymore, I love you, and I let off this magic flume out of my heart, <laughs> and I kissed the goblet and I felt, and I made her this whole entire realm and put it in this snow globe. Remember, you're a creator and all these realms exist off the human world. You've just been fooled into thinking magic's not real. I assure you, it is, because you've been to my house and seen everything in here is is magical in here and it's starting to happen at your all's place. Yeah. yeah. Totally. <laughs> yeah, so I went To bed and I left her that drink And then if you make something For one of these beans it's, it's polite To share it with them so i will never ask anything of a magical creature ever that's what most humans do they're like well i want a love spell or i want magic or i want this and a lot of humans will steal that fairy magic like what you'll see in the magicians and otherwise right because it's very potent and powerful mm-hmm. and that's why they're very vindictive because of what humans did to them and so i'm sitting there thinking okay and i so i made in this little realm i was like here's a safe place for you to live i'm so sorry i can't tell you how many beha- times i've went into a magic realm And they've had a terrible experience and they're scared of me. And I'm like, I love you. I will sell out all the humans so that you can have this world back. I'm sorry this happened. I don't know if you knew that about me or not. Mm. But I'll throw the humans under the bus so that magic can come back again. That's how I roll. But you're talking to someone who had a chiropractic adjustment on the Olympic Island in Washington by this uh, elven high guard priest. And he beat me up, healed me, cracked my back, threw me on the ground. And I've never experienced anything like that. And it happened in front of my girlfriend at the time. And she was like, did some magical being just toss you around, fix your back, and beat you up to save face to tell us that this was our realm we're walking into, right? And I'm like... Yeah. Yeah. That just happened to me, man. Real talk. So sometimes every now and then depends on, and this was on a a particular sativa strain that I picked (laughs) up in Washington state that I gained access to this realm, by the way. So, but I went to bed after I made that drink and I took a sip of it. Didn't think anything of it. Had a dream about the first girl that I had ever had any degree of intercourse with. And I saw her beautiful pink flower open. And I saw this very this thing come out of it and it came toward me and it looked like an orchid. It looked just just like this picture up here, right? Mm. And it came back to me. I remember thinking, oh wow, that's really like really intense. And I got up the next morning and I and I felt I felt different. I don't like I felt different. I don't know how to explain it. And I went down and I and I touched my junk. And usually you'll touch your genitalia and it'll be kind of smeary and it'll be shame around it. And they'll be like, Well, there's that thing. I don't fully understand. And I went down there, I was like, well, that feels really different, and I walked outside and I took another sip of the drink and and I and I hear real loudly like we we helped, we helped you get something sacred back. Mm. I was very sacred, right? And oh. they're like, okay, sacred. And then I realized in that moment I was like, oh my, oh my God, the the queen of whatever this fairy realm is helped me get my. My flower back, right? Like wow. a new flower magic. And wow. what do you say when you lose your virginity? What do you, eat? What do you lose? What did cherry. you lose? You lose your Your flower. cherry, your flower, <laughs> your innocence. Yeah.
0: yeah. I
2: didn't ask to have that back. You cannot believe me if you don't want to. But uh, it's so, so useful because now I'm working with one person in particular that got pulled so far off into this demonic realm that if I didn't have that innocence back, that I would have get fully pulled in there too. Mm. So now I'm actually like using it to go in and do that. So the next time I do actually have physical um, sharing of swapping of fluids in a magical, beautiful setting where we're bonded together and I'm honoring you and I'm honoring the moment, that would be how I would define that SCX because that word's been patterned with ownership and garbage, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to be profound magnetic glorious and magical for sure right so now i'm kind of like all right i would have to have the moment would have to be right and would have to be that the right person that i could step into that with and that's how we should look at that that sharing and swapping of fluids because that's what's happening in that moment and it binds you to that person indefinitely unless you really know what you're doing to like unbind from that you know and that's Mm -hmm. like you guys have set together this very beautiful Thing and you're mm. swapping, but honor that swapping. <laughs> swapping. And I know not everyone has this happening, but that's what you're doing, right? So, yeah, we and I can swapping. hear you out there that are judging me. Yes, I made a realm for a beautiful fay. Yes, I am a straight man, a powerful man. Uh, and I would knock all the cobwebs out of everything, everywhere that you have. You're welcome. <laughs> And yes, I woke up, and this happened to me. So Ooh. you're welcome. Believe in magic. I love you. The other I stories that. I have, and this is, I'm writing another one about a real thing that happened to me in an orc realm. That's my favorite realm of them all. <laughs> so yeah, we'll go there sometime. I look forward to teaching a class on it, where I can actually teach, take people down there. We want that, to.
0: That's what we want to film. Like I, I want to make. I want part of our film about you to be you uh, teaching people that don't know anything about this what the fuck's going on. Yeah, if you get if you, and
2: I'm feeling those people come together, I yeah. had a guy reach out to me and if you're out there, brother, I love you, thank you for reaching out because uh, he's helping to uh, he reached out to me. he was like, you you started talking whatever that Elohim, whatever that light language was and I went into a state of gnosis and I had to pause it and just be with the moment And that was like all he said, man. And I was like, oh, brother, that's profound. Thank you so much. I needed to hear that because most people are full on judgmental about it or they have lots of labels for me when it comes through. But um, it just kind of rolls through me at this point. And then I messaged him back and sent him the link to my YouTube page. right? And and then he kind of like, he came back out to me and he was like, well, when are you going to release Wellspring Eternal? And it's uh, a book and it's a book that no one saw yet. You guys got the the readout, like Daniel's three of those that I did. It, yeah. he's been going through and like speaking them out loud and now I have all the artwork attached to it and whatever that guy is tracking. It just if you're out there again, thank you, it reminded me of how I need to get in there and finish putting it all together so I can get it out into the world, which has been like a five year project for me and they've been trying to stop me every step of the way from Mm -hmm. bringing it forward right and the one with the mother earth that he sent out for you that one's my best Mm -hmm. and mother earth told me she's like uh if you guys keep being mean and dicks to each other i will manifest something and take care of the problem myself Mm -hmm. whether i need to freeze all of you off or manifest some type of viral pathogen to deal with all of you that are taking advantage of all the excess food and meat and the tobacco that I grow that you don't honor before you ingest it first. Hmm. Uh, it's like cast right like uh, I love you, but um don't make don't make me come fuck you up. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's some Mother Earth rolls. She's very powerful that <laughs> way, and that's what I really right, loved um, about that particular story so anyway uh, I know once the air starts rolling for me and you guys start sending the energy and the love I'll go on and on so I know that's a lot of info but we
0: want to do it um, we're going to just check in with you all the time so if you're down to do this from time to time especially during quarantine let's do it
2: yeah, why not, man? That's what we got happening. And then whenever you guys can make it back down again oh, and then yeah. we could start a fire in the front yard or whatever and party yeah. with this big tree in my front yard. Yeah. yeah. That'd be fun. Or morphically, like that house that you guys rented. Yeah. From there on out, when you pattern something and you do that type of conveyance with consciousness, you can call it magic, you can call it whatever, I don't care. It's it's crafting a moment in time that will sit there forever. Mm-hmm. whoa so whenever we go back again the more you do it the more it creates a uh, an opening an mm-hmm. opening an opening mm-hmm. into that place and you can ask daniel we did something the other day and it was pulling in so much energy that we had to stop because i could feel it pulling in mojo from my neighbors and from <laughs> daniel's house and, and we didn't even know daniel and i just go hard whatever mm-hmm. we did it and i was like bro we got to come up for air because we had left time and we were working with saturn magic and Mm -hmm. Part of the problem has to do with Saturn and the people that worship Saturn, the satanic cults, that's the major issue right now. So we have to regain our access to work with time. And Mm -hmm. that's my understanding of it. And when you really understand that that's the big kicker, that there's time distortions, right? Because what do we value and appropriate value in the world too? Mm -hmm. Time, right? Mm -hmm. My time is more valuable than yours. Time is money. Time is right. Time, mm-hmm. yeah. Time is money. You know. And what if, uh, what if time were more than money? Mm. Just to give you something to think about. There's another big.
1: That's a. <laughs> this is a you big go one. go ahead then. and
2: smoke that. <laughs> yeah, smoke what that, that Put that uh, in your pipe, right? Whoop, well, Saturday whoop, is way whoop, whoop. more than that. Kronos, as I call him, <laughs> you know, the, keep, the keeper of time. Well, it's beautiful. Uh, Gabriel, thank you for yeah. sharing your time with us. You're, you're welcome. Cass, I, will you please, will you please teach me some more wisdom? Or Yes, please. Dear, dear, dear beautiful goddesses, all, it's all just that a long hair, question. it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> you said oh, earlier
3: it. that you're a Libra. When's your birthday?
2: oh, this is a, okay, (laughs) (laughs) okay, let's do this. This is actually a big, a big, this is a big deal for me, so thank you for bringing this out for me, and here's why. I had given my birthday out to someone who cast charts who was very magical, and I don't know if you know this or not, but if you cast a person's chart, you can print it off, and you can fix some pretty nasty magic on them with their birth chart.
4: Mm.
2: A lot of people don't know that. But I'm gonna put it out there anyway because it's a, a step in trust for me, and I need to move through it to like to regain trust, to begin with. So thank yeah. you for calling that out, and me, you, you see it, huh? Okay. <laughs> uh, my birthday is one two three a.m. Uh, ten six nineteen seventy eight. Whoa.
3: I'm ten two, 96. Are you really? Mm-hmm.
2: I I'm also a Libra. <laughs> I thought I saw the the Libra balance, but. Thank you for balancing these two out. I, I see you, girl. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's yeah. not easy
2: being Libra. And I'm not even sure what your all's two zodiac signs is, but I, I transpose to it, but it's not the end-all be-all of everything, but it does definitely have uh, weight. I've just learned that when I try to date or be married to a Pisces, I always get in too deep and they need an emotional thing for me that I'm not able to give the way they need it. Mm. And so that's kind of like, I mean, I try, but I have a lot of. If you look up my chart, I have a lot of water. I have a Cancer ascendant. I have more. I have Scorpio and Mars, Uranus, and Venus. So I'm very cut to the point. If you haven't noticed that about me, mm-hmm. so along with all that air and all that balance comes a lot of filling into these watery realms in the ocean that Mm -hmm. I mean I guess most people they just you have to work with it though you know Mm -hmm. so thank you for asking if there's anyone out there that's really good with the astrology and the zodiac let me know I'd love to know more about how all of that comes together and how I can better use it with what's happening in, oh. the, in the cosmos to know what to Did do and when me? to make a move, you know? Mm-hmm. You're probably good at that, huh? Find me a Libra that doesn't know something about that. But what about <laughs> you guys? I mean, do, do share. Thank you oh. for allowing me the opportunity to share in a public forum again along with my phone number and, <laughs> you know? Well,
3: yeah, when you said what you were attracted to Gemini's, I, I felt that. I got it. <laughs> because for me, it's Scorpios. Is it? Yeah. I don't know oh, why. I- but oh they always God, seem to please. like ruin my life cuz i let them. <laughs>
2: well where's your moon? Um
3: see i don't know enough about it. I want to say it's Virgo. I think someone told me it's Virgo. That's what it is. That's why you found something the that yeah. i don't know enough about it but
2: you're trying You're trying to seep their sting out of them because you have a love-hate dynamic with it. I totally understand.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they will
2: come in and ruin things. That's what they do is because it's that death Pluto energy. When mm-hmm. I met you guys mm-hmm. at Cosmo, do you know it was a sacred underworld Pluto night? Oh, and the yeah. underworld mm-hmm. was open? <sighs> I have a Hired. profound relationship with the underworld. Nice, Profound, man. <laughs> I had one night, and it's the most romantic thing I've ever seen, where the Grim Reaper and Santa Muerte if you know who she is she's Grim Reaper Reaper's twin flame mm-hmm. i was playing this cello Santa music Muerte. the benedictus from hawser and they showed up in my living room and they did what they called the dance of the dead mm-hmm. and i have never seen a more beautiful and profound celebration of life like ever and i was crying bawling crying and they're like laughing at me and they like gave me some beautiful like artifact or whatever but that's that Scorpio energy and until you really have a total love for death and entropy to really do magic you have to destroy chaotically the space first. Mm-hmm. So you can craft magic on it. And that's what Scorpios will do. But if they're out of control and you let them into your sacred, holiest of holies, they will shoot up all that venom and poison. Like it gets weird quick, doesn't it? I've mm-hmm. mm-hmm. had it quick. happen. I've got a Scorpio stalker right now in New Jersey. If you're out there, girl, I love you. And I appreciate all that watery stuff. But if she, you know what, what? Did, oh, my God. What did she say to me? She was like, look, you should know you should just come up here to my lair so we can swap etheric love bodies Ooh. and you will never, ever leave again. Do you see how intense it sounds? And <laughs> for me, the Libra, I'm like, uh, I kind of, I need to roam. I'm good with a forevermore, but that sounds like never leave. <laughs> was that what it, it. was like I mean, for me? I'm you? from Jersey, like, so there's, yeah. a, there's a
3: certain type of person that comes out of Jersey.
2: Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Is it the gothy type of Scorp or is it the, like, what are you drawn to? It's the, probably that that, I mean, (laughs) tell me about it. Scorp? Do share.
3: (laughs) What, what was the question?
2: Tell me about it. I want to know.
3: Just, uh, what am I attracted to or?
2: Yeah. What What is it about that dynamic?
3: I don't know. I don't know. You don't know yet. I don't know yet. Yeah.
2: Do you feel like you might have lost any aspect of you? To any one of these gentlemen or females that you're referring to? Um, when you when you tune into a frame with them, do you recognize anything that's heavy or dense or hung up?
3: I don't know. I think it's weird because every everyone I've had that sort of experience with has been very different from the okay. last. But they have the same similar personality, I guess. Like the kind that doesn't really give a shit. They don't really have filters just say it how it is i think i'm attracted to that type i guess just brutal honesty
2: i'm a big fan of the brutal honesty it's really the only way to go i don't understand and this is a concept i've been attempting to find uh, an outlet for i call it pure truth right and i was practicing it today i was talking oh my god this woman she's so deep and magical and no one's just ever been authentically real with her right and there's all these weird perversions that were floating around in the wind and i'm like we need to talk about them you're not going to get out of that dark cave until you really talk about them and i'm like so just tell me like be pure with me tell me what's going on especially that you don't want to talk about because that's what we need to talk about to bring that pattern up to the surface so that it can open and so that we can get any soul aspects or pieces or parts or aspects or any lingering parts of you that created on that timeline with him. And that's what I mentioned, right? Like all you have to do is take a moment in your still point, observe you being you, fill into, because there's two of those people that I feel where you're still creating with them on a particular timeline and you're using energy to keep that open with and there there's one one kind of collapse right there I can kind of tell because your shoulders shifted I feel like I was trying to chat with your higher self, man. But I'd be happy to, I mean, I'd be happy to help you pull some of that in, but more 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 over than that, being able to say like, Hey, you are the master of your reality and you can fill back into those experiences and you don't have to be caught up with that. Cause what are the exact words that you said when you talked about these Scorpio people, they did what to you? They, they ruined my life. They ruined your life. They destroyed, or I thought you said destroyed, didn't they? I, I thought I that was the word you used. One of the words.
3: Yeah, I would say destroyed me. I think I said that.
2: You did say that. That's yeah. what I. That's what I recall. I've got this photo eidetic memory. It's a pain in the ass. But mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, just show, just show me one. Just tune into, tune into the one. You know that one. That one, one right there. Mm-hmm. That one. That one. Yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah. All right.
2: Now be with it. See if you can't get out of your mental complex and drop your consciousness into your heart, into the place that matters. Your mind just lies to you and creates rifts. There, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. You can do it. You're very powerful.
3: Very powerful?
2: Mm Mm-hmm, yeah, She. yeah you're counterbalancing these two and other people in that whole flat you live in good lord
4: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: with a little bit of training and told that you're a beautiful goddess and that you're powerful It's a, it's a and pulling all that energy back they're drawn to you because they're plugged into your power the thought <laughs> to plugged into your form you a I felt I felt the old Scandinavian crone come out of me just now. Did you hear that? I feel like I was <laughs> talking to the the powerful female on that one. But yeah, so tune into it while we're all holding space. And tell me what you feel. Is there a quality? Is there a memory? Yeah, that right write that one. That's it. Go in and fill into that moment and very lovingly go out and look from a higher perspective that, yeah, they'll tell him from there and fill into that place, into that layer, into that crud. That's the suffering of the collective consciousness and very lovingly and be gentle with him because he's just a hurt, scared little boy in there, taking it out on the mommy he never had. And you swooped in, wanted to be mommy, wanted to be love. You're like, I can get you out of this darkness, girl, mm-hmm. or boy, or whatever. You know, if you if you just let me love you, I'll smear my goo all up in your world, right? You Scorpios, (laughs) you get that goo in you, you've been gooed. Trust me, I know, I've done it, and they it's intense, right? So go ahead and fill in there and look around in there, fill around, cross shade in that frame of reference. And use all that power you have, just a small little bit, and draw yourself nigh back unto you. I love you. I believe in you. You don't need any man to complete you in any way, shape, or form. It's actually quite the contrary. Us little, our guys with the little pipes that we have, you all crafted this world. You make us men, and then you struggle to birth us out, and then you nurture us, and nurture us, and feed us, and set us loose in the world. And it's up to us to turn back around and love our women, honor our women, respect our women, before you do anything with that woman, touch her put your hand over top of her vulva put love into her womb touch her hair be with her be with her for a couple of months first get to know her get an ice cube get a feather put on some marvin gay lay that woman down and let that love build into a cone and then in that moment then you dip into that fire right you've got this fire goddess thing in you and you're drawn to the darkness in them because whether you know it or not, you're a healer and you're transposing that heavy dense energy. And mm-hmm. that's what you're doing right now in that circuit that you're in. You know, the, let the sleeping dogs lie where they may be. And then we rise into that higher octave of tonality. Go, go ahead. I see, a, I see a real bright piece of your heart that's starting to come up from the surface right now as we we're all observing you. Go ahead and keep pulling it up. Keep drawing it forward. Even if you don't feel it or see it, I assure you it's there. If you would take a moment and trust your intuition and drop down into your power, and then here as all the men, I'll pull all the male garbage off of you for a moment so you can see into the male collective. Mm-hmm. Don't reinforce the male collective anymore. Why would you do that? It's not comfortable for men, I assure you, because we turn into monsters and we're like, oh, what do we got to do to get a piece of that and to make her have an orgasm? It's not comfortable for us. You can ask Sean. It's not for him. What we're doing right now, it's helping Sean be calm and be centered and he can pull himself out (laughs) of it. So go ahead and keep doing it. Please, dear goddess, pull that piece out of there. It's there. That's it so describe to me what you see in that frame now that we all very lovingly did the best that we could to play a supportive role right now? yeah look back into that frame not in your mind, not in your mental complex Mm -hmm. not from your body, from spirit feel tune in, trust your knowing and your intuition that's what you have as a woman your intuition, your knowing the depth Yeah. from your heart pull some energy down into that layer and then retrieve and reacquire who you are. Yeah. until so there it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very love. Love will get you further, right? Yeah. W- uh, <laughs> what you did in there that don't so much look like love that look like degradation and 50 shades of gray. And that's, it's, it's, creeping me out, especially this part right here. I just saw it. Please don't let, please don't let men sodomize you. It's not good. It feeds descending fire into those Nephilim reversal grids. So, But as women, they're all like, oh, well, I have to just find the tightest hole to pleasure him with. Hold on. Wait, uh, mic check. It's not your job to pleasure a man. You know how many women don't have orgasms right now while they're having sexual intercourse? I assure you, if you spend three hours and you get that feather out, you you know what I learned (laughs) from that lesbian couple? The time they spent on this part of the ear and the neck. Oh, my God. It was like a fountain was flowing from Agrabah. And as a man, you're like, well, I gotta get in there. I gotta go in there. I gotta get in there right now, right? If you just let it build, like let that cone of energy build. And then what you'll have afterwards is an empowered woman and a hill. That there, that's a little bit better. You pull a little bit of it out, it'll clear out whatever through here has gotten kind of heavy as you're moving through that. And see, the thing with quantum too is. Cass cleared that pattern on her heart off her body. And so now she'll be able to hold space for you clearing it off that middle so that that green uh, frequency of light can come through and clear all that stuff out. And where you're so incredibly deep and powerful and mysterious with all that beautiful red hair. Good Lord. It's not even fair, is it, Sean? All that yeah, beautiful yeah, hair. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, it's just your hair. is hypnotizing and magic. And once you, if you pull it out from there, it disempowers the male collective, which is what needs to happen. And it'll calm and bring your energy flush back into your body and into your form, and then you'll be able to deepen, and then you will have a, a voice in a moment. So please, by all means, you know, t- teach me, dear goddess, show me some, show me how to be better, show me how to be a better man, a better divine male to to show up for you, to be one with you. Please, by all means, any like whatever you need to say in the moment, I would really love to hear it. I would be honored to hear it and then reflect it like the sun reflects the moon.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: that was beautifully put. Yeah.
2: That was crazy. Mm. Yeah. I love you. Mm. And you don't have to do anything or be anything. Yeah. You just got to sit and be the glorious reflector. Yeah. It's mm. like the silver shimmering, you know. All the mermaids sitting in the ocean just like waiting for that morning sun to come up and and kiss the tops of the waves so they can come and shimmer their truth into the sky. And then the dragons and they come and they pick up that shimmer out of the sky and then they carry it forth in the form of clouds. And then those clouds rain down all that beautiful essence all over the world. And then the fairies pick all that essence up and mix it with the pollen and carry it all around. And then they give it to all the other little magical creatures. And that is truly the seat of divinity on this planet, on this plane, on this earth. And every bit of it is absolutely precious and magic. And if we don't learn to honor not only the ocean, but what holds the ocean, our are, are women, that vessel, and you know, Father Earth is the trees, the great sequoia trees. And where, uh, riddle me this, where are the sequoia trees going to root into if there's nothing to root into? You know? if the very essence of that what do we root into right so and that's why I was like anything in that you know anything in that moment as we work through this pattern that resistance that you feel to sharing your beautiful voice with a large group of people that's the pattern that we have to work through and as we're sitting here calming or balancing it female libra male libra whatever we can do like and I'm just like I'm just moving all as much energy as I can back to you and I kind of feel Sean like holding that gap for you to do that and that can allow you to come forward and carry forth your voice in a medium that is true and that in that yeah. truth there's a love mm-hmm. and it goes on forever and every being throughout the cosmos can fill it if it's seated in love it goes on forever and it's like an endless wellspring of love. It goes on forever and ever. Yeah. And my friend Nikki mm-hmm. taught me that. She was like, uh, newsflash, because she teaches the teachers. She's like, when you do it in love, it's an endless source. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just, You reach into that well, and there's just nothing but love and love and love. And all the little creatures that hide from the ridiculous humans that would eat them on a barbecue, that's how they really feel, right? Like they have to hide from us because we're not in our heart and we're not of uh, the highest right and the highest order and the highest purpose. And then here we have all these unseen influences that are affecting our ability to have a voice. So thank you for holding the space that you held. I know you may or not have been a little sketchy on all this because I realize this is like I'm a lot. But when I feel the love come oh, through, you
3: break it up. Like when I'm, you just broke up,
2: up Gabriel. We, we couldn't said hear again. you, but. You know. Oh, let me try it again. Is that better? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We're we'll probably getting interference. When I like, when I feel the opportunity to, on behalf to be able to, to 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 speak truth and love in a place where it's deep and profound, and I just met you today. Yeah. yeah. Right?
0: We warned her. We 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 got consent before. Like we we're like Carrie, you, you should be on this podcast. This would be cool. And also, he might just start doing work with you. And she's like, yeah, let's do it. You know, I can feel it cause my,
2: you know, my your burden is my burden. We're in this together. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like if we, if whatever that is, whatever happened to you, it, like ladies out there, if you feel like a man has destroyed you or took away your ability to love or your ability to free your and be open to let those kundalini energies rise up through your body and your vulva and your ovum and they come up through your throat and open your crown so that you can have a bigger cosmic experience then you know what let's let's work with that yeah let's stop feeding that downward descending fire let's take care of our 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 females and let's honor them and their voice right because now i'm looking at her and her she's like, even her, her posture seems to be, yeah. you know, whatever this was yeah. right here on your heart, I feel it. And you know what? I love you enough. I will sit in there, in that place, with these dudes. I don't know if you knew that with me or not, but you showed me three of them, and I see them all right now, and I have an <laughs> identical memory. I'm going to visit, and this is, how, this is how I am. This is how much I love for the people that show up. I will go in over the next three months and go visit every one of them in and We'll have conversations about what did you do with her pieces? Mm. Um, do oh, we yeah. need to talk about love? I'm very much like that because I'm very watery. And I want oh, people dude. to experience I appreciate like, the that, truth yeah. of love, man. You know, that's how we should be showing up for people. And I'm not saying that from a creepy stalker sense. I'm just <laughs> meaning our men... Some like someone needs to show up for men like that because those guys just didn't have proper parenting. They didn't get nurturing and nourishment. You have to have those two things together. You can't mm-hmm. have just one because yeah. now we have womenizing men that are just out for a piece of ass and they leave behind a bunch of residue. So tell me how you're feeling now after that because we all shared whatever you were holding there. You're not alone. I don't know. I feel like I
3: just did my dirty laundry in front of you guys. <laughs> it feels <laughs> like, good almost putting all my cards out on the table but mm. no i think knowing that this is being recorded is really like stopping me from doing that because i don't know who's going to be listening to this oh, interesting. i don't want to put all my stuff out there mm.
0: well, yeah we'll have to uh, off the record maybe well, i did maybe put, we'll put my birthday up. out there huh? forever, forever
4: more.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but we'll maybe that's it. the same pattern of you being able to share to share more because that that's the main issue isn't it we're afraid to share the totality of who we are right to be able mm. to speak about our personal experiences because oftentimes there's hurt yeah in the in the in the personal places because God forbid someone gives you a crappy someone some troll on the Twitter or the insta or whatever all that stuff is has something harsh to say about a truth that may have triggered something in them if you have the opportunity to speak a truth from that deeper, beautiful, oh, my goodness, goddess glow that comes off of you, Sean, you lucky mofo, you. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I know it. <laughs> then it, let, tr- let, it trigger, let it trigger people. Let it bring out whatever they need to say. That's their problem. You have the right to sit in your truth. You have the right to be a powerful woman, and your voice matters, and the way your voice carries in the world, it might elevate all the little boys that see in that male collective that that's what they have to do to be a man. To mm-hmm. hurt a woman, that woman is no doesn't have a name. She's just a bitch, or she's a piece of ass. I lecture my son on this all the time. I'm I'm like, look, she uh, don't do that. You don't. These women, they'll come back around at some point every time. So the more that we can have this conversation, this is how powerful consciousness is. Not only do I feel this bright, beautiful piece of you coming up out of the male collective fold but once it clears in you it'll clear that whole entire layer and it'll collapse in and so people won't see that structure that's built in place that thing that women feel like they have to perform in a strip club for the man that has the money that's wearing the ridiculous noose around his neck that we call the tie of business and consumption so thank you for holding that wound that like how long how long were you carrying that for you don't have to talk about what happened I'm just wondering how long you carried that dis- that destruct- that destruction, or or ru- you said ruined you, right?
3: Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it what does started. That mean? I think it started when I was 15, so however many years ago that was. I just remember, yeah, when I turned that age, a lot of things happened,
2: I feel, what did, in my life. What, what occurred at that time? Is that when y- your your innocence... Yeah, is that when you the innocence yeah. went bye? which can be I didn't know you could get it back. I assure you it can. I can't yeah. believe I shared that story on an open medium but <laughs> guess what I'm bringing magic back for 2020. if you have a problem with it, you can you can just leave mm-hmm. you know yeah. like you you can you can leave you can go. You can go live in a cave, whatever. It's fine. I'm bringing it back. So, We're 15. re-virginizing. <laughs> <laughs> there are three or four events that happen to you when you're 15 that I see right off the bat that are just like, wah, you know? Mm-hmm. So, because your inner, because I look for the inner child and I feel your inner child. She's like, yeah. Because the thing is, I'm a, I'm, I have a male energy where I'm not looking to push you further in that. I'm actually looking to do the total opposite of that. I'm, I'm all about it getting that pattern off of me so that women can come back in and step flush into their personal power, you know what I mean? And so, and that's why when I was talking to Cass, I was like, come on, I was like, come on, Cass. I'm like, girl, you are special. And I sat here for two days thinking about every way that I could come up with a way to help Cass feel special and beautiful. Like that's what I've been doing. And I've been putting together this care package, and I've been waiting for Swiss chocolate to arrive so I can mail you out your package because you can't send out a proper Libra care package without Swiss chocolate from Switzerland, can you, dear Libra? She's been Libra. That's what's been happening. She's been Libraizing your house. It's a very particular type of thing, isn't it? You're like, it's magic. This needs to to be glorious and exuberant and magic everywhere. I don't. Mm -hmm. I just this. Everything needs color, and there needs to be potions everywhere. But yeah, if there's If there's anything else there that's in that circuit when you were 15, I guess you get embedded and then you have an incident and then you keep going back in to visit whatever that was that you patterned in that thing. And if in that moment you don't have a good experience because I was on a hotel room after prom and my buddy was passed out drunk on the bed and that's where I lost my flower in a ridiculous hotel room. There should be flowers and music and artwork on the wall it should be a whole ceremony you know but most people look at their virginity as this terrible thing that they need to get rid of as soon as they possibly can don't they there's like shame around being a virgin Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's the inversions that's ridiculous like you know get get that stuff back it happens to men too doesn't it sean oh yeah definitely like a burden yeah because god forbid you reach out and say hey man like I said no, or I tried to say no, but everything that I'm—that it means to be a man says I can't talk about this with another man. So thank yeah. you for unburdening that moment, Sean. I'm glad, I thought it was funny that it my guys it. were like, talk about that one girl at Cedar Point when you worked at the cafeteria and she came through and she told you she was gonna get you and then you were drunk and then she got you, didn't you? And I was like, yeah, she got me, she told me. But then I try to quantify it with, well, that's what it means to be a man, you know? so it's so weird because this
0: will happen to me a lot during podcasts and, all, and during podcasts i feel very in flow a lot of the times and some weird memory will come up and all i can think is like that thing just needs to be dealt with right now and i don't know what i'm gonna say and maybe i would edit this out even though we've never done that in the history of this podcast and we probably won't no you but should like, do that if you
2: feel like you need to edit it then it needs to be talked about and people will catch you healing just from listening to this
0: mm-hmm. oh that's yeah that's the power of consciousness. Yeah. Oh totally, totally. Like we you know, we we've, we've just we've all gone through a lot and we have time now to slow down and let things process and move some energy and if we're doing that super consciously like you're helping us do, it's it, like it just reveals how magical we are, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This was fucking awesome. We have another podcast actually, so Do you right we're, now? Okay. Yeah, yeah we can go do I'll, another I'll go
2: one on though. and on. I just was very wanting with Gary. like I felt it. a very a position So she could sit with it and, you know, I just have such a love for for everyone and for what our women have been through. And Cass, she did it to me again. She Mm -hmm. was like, "Uh, do you think we could talk about shifting the power from the male back to women again? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, yeah, Cass, I'll I'll do the best I can. Yo, dude, this was was incredible. I was like, if we have... Like a a, a pattern that's sitting there But then I have to reach through All of your personal stuff And I have to keep showing up and keep showing up And I'm trying not to be pushy but the more I can get you to step out of your comfort zone and talk a little bit, and that's why I'll talk about personal things that I probably, frankly, should not, but, but I'll do it yeah. anyway, right? But then that allowed you to have just enough of a voice to go in and visit an area that was painful for you long enough to go in and, and reconnect with that aspect of you because it gets stilted and it'll sit in that parallel slip. And if you collapse those two wave points between that slip and you bring that aspect back up then you can get those pieces back up like this one i've got that i just found lingering out here and you find a place where you can incorporate it and heal and then you can start to rebuild the patchwork of the destruction of people in the world that use the terms lost broken wounded and you can call it soul retrieval you can call it whatever at its deepest rawest form when you learn to work with consciousness people are splinted fragmented hurt injured and in need of like true love you know pure true Mm. love and then uh then everything's beautiful so what's this next podcast about do you do them live or do you just post them like after the fact
0: i post them pretty quick like you'll send me this audio and if it works i'll put it out pretty quick um but we're gonna do one with our friend ramin who you should look up his art it's called uh rainbow brain skull of course look him up dude he you and is him are like you guys are operating on a very similar plane and yeah, uh he, he just, just like... does incredible art and it's all over the internet for free um follow him on instagram rainbow brain skull or ramin ramin ramin, ramin nazir. nazir yeah he's, he's incredible. i'll send you an insta message yeah you'll love his stuff
2: yeah um, link me in man that's cool i'm so yeah. grateful a, a, a lady from sedona reached out to me and her art is just like this is deep and 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 really intense and and again she was like so are you serious about the bartering i was like hell yeah i'm serious about the bartering Mm. i'm like most of this money has this babylonian curse on it anyway i'm like send me good ganja or homegrown food or uh, a piece of work or like sing sing for me something to help soothe my soul with the affliction i'm going through i'm Mm -hmm. like how can we support when i say your heart medicine you know, I'm serious about it. So hit me up at wellspringeternal at or 304-400-9824 anytime, day or night, especially if you're suicidal, especially if that I have manned many suicide calls in the middle of the night. So I'm sitting on the ledge right now. I don't know what to do. No one's ever cared about me. What do I do right now, man? Mm. That's a phone call I've got before. So if you have anything more gnarlier than that, which you probably don't, short of I'm laid up and I'm about to shoot up dope and I don't care anymore, I want to hear about that, too. Because mm. it's those phone calls that are going to get us all through it. So if you have a scene like, this dude was totally not mean. He was not. That's not cool. And then it was supposed to be intimate and it wasn't. And rude. Then mm-hmm. that seems pretty Shallow, given, but every every person matters and every problem matters. So I'm um, thank you for providing the medium. Yeah, dear. Um, that the people that reached out to me, I was just so tickled. I didn't think anyone was gonna reach out to me. You know what well, I mean? There'll be
0: more. There'll be more, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. And First you, so. motherfucker, if you're ever feeling like you want to just take your dog and go into the light, call us, man. Just call us up,
2: man. I I will do that. How did you yeah. How did you know I was considering doing that, man? Because you told us before, light. you. Man. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. It's, it's only when the moon is at a certain angle when I see that opening, man. But then every time I go up there and I ask, they're like, "No, you gotta stay here." And I'll be like, "Well, oh, why?" We it's really here. I'm like it's really. I'm like I don't know if you guys know this because you're not in bodies, but it's really, it's this bad here, man. People are hurting and they don't know mm-hmm. what to do. Like what? Yep. Like and it's like okay, do I leave? Do I bounce or do? <clears throat> do I rally and start a movement seated in love, where it's powered by hugs and kisses and rainbow wishes? That's what I'm. Mm-hmm. Ooh. That, that's that's nice. That's that's what I like to see happening, and then we can lift all our women up. Thank you again, Carrie. I appreciate Mm -hmm. your beautiful Mm -hmm. presence. Of course. I I also just um,
3: wanted to note that while we were doing that, uh, someone someone that I was thinking of uh, texted me about 25 minutes ago. I haven't heard from them in month Mm.
0: see that's gabriel fucking opening up portals
3: and i don't i don't want to open it (laughs) i I told you i was gonna leave
2: time and go move some things around that's what uh, that's because they will Mm. come back not only the person and the energy will come back for completion
4: Mm -hmm. and like
2: because you're probably what you don't realize is you're holding on to some aspect of them too it's always you deep silent in time so be like okay you're gonna come at me you're gonna hurt me i'll hold you down in a mermaid realm and <laughs> you'll come you'll come well back, that's what. You know? that's why i or straightened
3: whatever. out because you were telling me all this stuff and all of a sudden i saw his name pop up on my phone i'm like you wow. got to be kidding me
2: right wow. now i saw something in the weird. back <laughs> of your, i saw something in the back of your spine kind of lift uh, whatever this is right here needs some time to heal so whatever you can do to like take a bath and put a rose petal right there or to put a piece of peridot on your heart. you allow, mm-hmm. so allow yourself to be and to let whatever is there like go back to where it needs to be. And that's the beauty of holding deeper consciousness because it can allow a medium to clear. And here's how it's quantumly gets even more weirder. Is we cleared that pattern, parts of it, on this call. And now that puts out a, a morphic resonance field. And anybody that listens to this that has a similar type of issue and... Uh, everyone has something like that i know they I won't do. know exactly what cleared but it opened up and i can even feel some stuff came back into sean's heart center too because yeah. you're holding the deeper part of the thing and he's yeah. and he was sitting here and we were we were moving through it in the territory that most people don't talk about and it allowed the balance to happen and you know how libras roll right we're always looking <laughs> for that preemptive balance uh, there it is there's that charm that's not fair did you see how she smiled it's like i mean like Oh, I'm Ugh. hypnotized. I'm. We should go to the mall, and I'll buy you something pretty. Just tell me. Just tell me what it is that you want, right? You know. <laughs> oh God. But yeah, that and that's just that's a good start because there's still essence that goes into your femur bone, into your thighs. There's some stuff in the back of your neck. There's some things here back and behind in the back of your shoulder blade as well. And as you're Uh and as you're continuing to integrate and bring that energy back into the here and now in this moment, in this timeline, in this realm, in this dimension, then that can allow you to kind of come to. But the thing we have to be careful of is Cass has a Ferrari chassis and she can only hold that higher territory for so long. And then she'll start to distort and bend and weird things will happen. So we have to take care of her because she's like a hummingbird and hummingbirds can only fly so long and then they need sugar. They need hug. They need to be loved. They need to be told that they're special. They need to be looked out for. They mm. need to be given like a, a beautiful place to sleep in that's like obsidian and all that. Cash, you're so loved. I see you back there holding all that. I know what it's like dipping down into that. I have friends in the world that do something very similar to that. And I always tell them, I'm like, you're so cherished. The high frequency tells the lower ones what to do. And, and, I, and, I know, and I just have such a deep appreciation for what you hold. And the one thing that I've learned is that people like me and you, Carrie, that are rolling in the deep, that can hold serious amounts of energy without the being counterbalanced with the beautiful hummingbird, with all that light coming into pattern and tell that low how to be, i.e. magic creation. Like we created in that moment, and it creates a timelessness. So thank you for for all that that you hold, Cass. It's just really, really beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you hold it too, I know, Sean. But I, I'm like, if i we gotta reach out. <laughs> we gotta find these people. And we gotta rally them together, you know. And then listen yeah. to what they have to say, right? Because mm-hmm. when she does talk, is it not profound, Sean? Every uh, single time. And it's all. It's always the quiet ones, like. Uh, yeah, if we move the void into the nothing, then tomorrow's <laughs> today will collapse into the inversion, and then all the hatred will go away forever. I love you. I'd be like, hold on, wait, what the... F- did you, what <laughs> did she just say right there in that moment? So... Thank you for looking out for her, Carrie. I, th- I feel like you ground her and you protect oh her. Oh my don't, God, don't they're don't so, so it, Carrie's so good to cast. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, all, it's awesome. I can tell, and that's what she needs right now is because she's going through so much. Whether or not she knows how to explain it or quantify it with words, so the more love and the more caring that she feels like in her around here that's calm and nurturing and not from a place of wantonness desire or judgment the more she'll be able to rally and you'll see her get out in the world and she'll zip around in these patterns so quick you won't even you won't i'm telling you wait and see people be like i'm not i'm not real sure what happened right there but i i don't think i'm gonna start going into those little weird boxes where that dude is hanging up there and (laughs) is all injured and i think i'm gonna stop eating animals and i'm gonna stop Mm. putting naked pictures and i'm gonna stop looking at porn and (laughs) I think I'm gonna learn to love again, and they'll be like, "Hold on, what did you, what did you just say?" <laughs> I'm like, "I think I need to learn to love again." Like, well, yeah. You know, that that's yeah. what we're talking about here with conscious. Because mm-hmm. look how much more unified you guys are in heart space. How long has it been? It feels like it feels like it's been two weeks Centuries. to me, and it's two been like weeks. what two hours? We've been yeah. on the phone for two hours. Mm. And, like, we were down in the down-down, and you guys are starting to come back up again, but then that that's permanent right there. You're going to actually have to do something to be disconnected now. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, up, I man. know. <laughs> so that's, I'm, I'm a boot the love. There's my Canadian coming out. You see it? Oh, dude. That's what it's about, <laughs> man. Thanks, Carrie. Because Cass was like, I, I don't know if Carrie's all into all this type of stuff or whatever, you know. And I was like, well, okay, all right, that's cool. I totally get that. But I, uh, I welcome the challenge. With they, open arms. they
3: both say that. They both say that. Yeah. They're like, is this, is this real? Like, is this real? And I'm yeah. like, how long have I been in your apartment? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Yeah, it's true. But it's real.
2: It is real. Yeah, it just keeps happening, doesn't it? Every mm-hmm. time we get together, it's a soul family thing.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: That's what it feels like to me when I first met you guys. Mm -hmm. I was barely hanging on on that night at Cosmo. You guys don't know that about me. Daniel, I was walking and I was freaking out because I'm very high on what you call the spectrum. I'm very sensitive to energies and everything else. And even callers, I get overwhelmed with all the color that's in that place, right? All the artwork and everything. I I had to step outside and I was freaking out and Daniel could see it in me. He was like, it's okay, breathe, man. Calm down, calm down, right? And so I feel really... Honored to have run into you guys. It was like, like coming together okay. in that moment was really sacred for me. And I'm attempting to bridge through all of, like I know there's a depth and intensity that comes through me, and sometimes I don't know how it's going to land or how it's going to trigger somebody. And so for me to be able to step out and say again, like, thank you so much for showing up in the way that you did, and the way you got, you were just like, hey, what's up? We're oh, cool. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. uh, and you're like, come oh, outside and burn this purple, bro. Like, I don't know what's going on with you, but purple. <laughs> And I was like <laughs> exactly. I was like oh, all right man and it had been a minute and I was like I'm going to hit this and I'm going to they don't know this but I'm going to go down into that fairy realm and they're going to jump into my brain and then I'm going to have to get my my poetry book out and write for 3 straight weeks mm-hmm. and that's what it's always like for me. So, yeah man.
0: Oh, that was a great night. I remember at the end of the night we were up saying bye by the car and I had a, a Molly pill and I was like, "Here man, here's just have have some Molly." And you took it and I was like, "What are what were you on tonight?" And you were like nothing.
2: You know what, you I, know what like, I did? Damn. I, I actually I kept I kept that pill that you gave me, and I charged it up with magic in it for three months, and I gave it to someone I love very much for their mm-hmm. birthday. And oh, had a, I know who. Had but trans- I'm not gonna say they had a transcendent experience with it because in that moment I still had work to do. Because if I would have taken it, I would have fallen down in the in the mo friggin forevermore. Mm. and and it would it could take me weeks to come back down out of that deeper place right so when you get enough consciousness healed back into your body like all we're interdimensional beings as humans and so most people don't access all of those other dimensions mm. and so when you start to open yourself up and get that consciousness back you have access to all of that and it's so much that we're missing out of as you continue to like pull yourself in and get out of that mill collective because they want you compressed in that consumptive mill. Destructive death energy society.
4: Mm.
2: Eat a dead animal. Take in a dead animal. Right. Eat lettuce that is not freshly picked. So it's up to us to frame the world to bring life back. To bring life back to our women. To allow our men. Like you know how rare it is for us as two men to talk about that we had something happen and we should have said no and we didn't. Yeah. And then we felt demasculated. And then people like made fun of us. It happened to me too. Every time I tell that story, someone's like, "Man, you for real." And you, yeah. I'm like, yeah, man, it was bad. Like, something was taken from me, and mm-hmm. it wasn't so good, right? So thank you for having the courage to bring that up. Because feel what it was able to do for our women right here, man. Yeah, Like They're exactly. like, wow, that was true in a way that dudes don't talk like that. But for as far as I'm concerned, that's what it really means to be male, is to oh, be yeah. vulnerable. And then, then we can protect ourselves, and we can protect... Not that women need protection, but there's a there's an ambient layer of fire mill energy that women need to to move their creation energy into where they are reflectors, they're the mirrors, and whatever we put into them, that's how those flower that's how that etheric flower grows. So the more we're able to put truth and calm and nurturing into those reflectors like the ocean like what i was telling you about yeah. earlier the more that mirror they'll be able to grow a thicker finer stock and it will reach all the way up into heaven and then the valkyries will ride back down it'll be like dun-da-da-da da, dun, you know mm-hmm. it's like that it really truly is and so i'm always mm-hmm. honored to have that moment to bring mm-hmm. that to bring all of that love and that truth flush you know so if there's any men out there in the world and you you need to talk to us, man. I guarantee you Sean or myself or Daniel oh, yeah. or the other people I know. And if oh. you're in the LGBT community also and you're hurting and you're in a family and they don't understand who you are, I wanted to speak to you for a moment. I have mm-hmm. been working with a few men in this world and we have been working through LGBT patterns for 10 years now. And I have a special... Special understanding and a respect for what you're going through right now in the Chick-fil-A garbage Sunday Something's inherently wrong with you reality. We're currently in and in this inversion uh, They're wrong. Nothing is wrong with with you. You are loved Uh, What you what you feel, what you desire, is perfectly normal, and the Mm. way that that forms is sacred, and it needs to be seen as sacred. And you reach out to me, and I will find a way to get these people that I know that are in quarantine to talk to you, because they look forward to teaching you how to not be a twink or a fag or a queer, Mm. but to be in your heart first, and that you don't have to. That there's an intimacy in the heart first before the sexual aspect starts. And I see so many men in the community that get just it's really intense what happens and they the, all these games get played and for all the people out there in organized religion if you think that you're right because you're judging someone because of their sexuality i got news for you the founders the original coders of this world of this realm have had enough You are inappropriate in your judgment of the LGBT community. And it's a matter of time until a massive correction is on its way. And Mm -hmm. along with that comes the prophetic part of me. And I don't know if you can hear it in my voice or not, but I am done and they Mm -hmm. are done the day of judgment of someone for who they are and what their desires are is coming to an end and you don't have to take my word for it. But I feel like I really needed to say that because I felt that bridging that gap because I know that sometimes my energy can come off as very male. And I bet you would have never in a hundred years guessed that I uh, have worked in the LGBT community like that for a long time. But that story Mm -hmm. I told you about William in the catholic Mm. church and him not feeling pretty because that priest didn't want to interface with him that's the direct polar opposite of everyone that's like oh my god he's a pedophile and it's terrible and how could the priest do that and we need to they need to be scourged from the planet and they're sinners that's one of those pillars uh that really like really 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 need to go away and the more we can forgive them and not put them in Oh, the conversion centers. That's why I don't eat at Chick-fil-A. They give money to the Salvation Army, to the YMCA, and they fund those conversion centers where they send Mm -hmm. these kids, and they're like, well, if we could just pray the Jesus into your soul, then you won't want to go down on a girl anymore, and you won't want to practice sodomy. Something's inherently wrong with you. So loosen your soul out of your meat suit to get sucked into the upside down so the Archon Star-Lord dicks can chew on your suffering. Well, guess what? game over stop funding these organizations right if anything the born this way foundation what lady gaga is trying to do is like a step in that direction right like they're born this way i know people that since the age of five knew they were only into boys and it only ever has been boys and the one time they tried with a girl had their heart broken and it was a decision that hey i'm just gonna stick it out with 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 men right so if you're out there and you're suffering (laughs) but know that I have a special, if we can rally and get the LGBT community to be like, you know what, I, in this, whatever, Jesus has never loved me, so there's something inherently wrong with me. Uh, uh uh Real Christ consciousness, those of us that are embodying the Yeshua, we would never judge you. We would never tell you something is wrong with you. And the fire that you just felt come through me is getting ready to roll through this world indefinitely. And I can't yeah. sit here and live another day in this world, in, the, in my reality, with my father that never calls me and works full time in a Christian orphanage and doctoring these young orphans into that father form that I was broken into, and then yet I don't get a phone call ever. You know, the calls that I get are I'm worried about you going to hell because of whatever new age, consciously, conscious thing that you do. And I want to make sure that you're (laughs) up in heaven with me. Did you feel what just happened with all of us? Look how much closer we are. Look at the conversation we're having. Look at the beautiful truth that Carrie is now holding in her body (laughs) Mm -hmm. as a divine female. Go find that in your synagogue or in your local church. You can find me in front of a local church uh, soon with a group of healers. Because the true wellspring of eternal life flows freely for every single one of us and it always will. And it has nothing to do about who you are or what you want to do in in the bedroom. So I I appreciate you listening to my rant. It felt epic as it came as it came out. You better always uh, if you're in there throwing that hate around, you're gonna find me in the (laughs) astral worm and when I get I get (laughs) hard from many different realms. You better ask somebody. Love fest coming to a town near you soon. Hopefully. Okay. So thank you, Cass. Thank you for the microphone, and thank you for encouraging me to to do this. I often sit here in my little cancer ascendant crab shell. If you're out there and you cast a chart and you look at it and you see everything in my south equator, you'll see why I'm such an intense person. I just really hide it really well. Unless mm-hmm. I see people that I love and I want to rally for and I feel three of you out there struggling with that right now, mm. nothing wrong with you. Mm-mm. Mm. I don't think so. You're perfect just the way you are. Wa- you're perfect just the way you are. <laughs> 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 Don't put the hate in our women or in our gay men. Yeah, no
1: kidding. Gabriel, thank you. We have to uh, yeah, I just move to. it on. Uh, move. We have to integrate everything you just gave us. And yeah, that was intense. Yeah, that was intense. So the best, the best. Thank you, Huge. infinite gratitude.
0: Peace and yeah. love, man. We'll see you on the other side. Salt
2: baths. I, I got I, the Swiss chocolate is out in the mail today. <laughs> you're crazy. <laughs> so I'm sending out your care package here post post haste, man. So I'm just putting a bunch. I'm just putting a bunch of love in it first, cause that that's how it should be, you know. So
0: you're the best. Hey, like, see,
2: I just looked at Carrie smiling again. That's not fair. Look at all that charm. It just. <laughs> it just comes oh. off you know so. she's so charming it's great. Um, we should get together soon it's safer yeah. in West yeah. Virginia yeah
1: we'll do this again um, soon so we'll uh, we'll be in touch and we'll talk soon and we love you so much
2: I will try to send you this link whatever re- this recording yeah I'll walk is, you right? through it yeah so we'll see what I can do thank okay. you guys go process I'm gonna go dance in the galactic cosmos Bye 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 whoa awesome Fucking awesome
0: cool He was great. Yeah, (laughs) was that a ride or what? Yo, you took that into the next dimension. I was hoping you would want to be on that one Mm because I knew that if he got his hooks in you somehow, that (laughs) this would go into the next dimension, and that's when it did. Like, we were trying to wrap this up, and it was like an hour and fifteen into it, and and then he was he started to see something with you, and I was like, yes, oh my (laughs) god! And the whole rest of the time, like I feel like I took a drug. Mm. Crazy
3: yeah that was pretty crazy yeah mm. he was pretty spot on about a lot of oh. things which was like yeah uh, mm. uh, yeah, yeah it's pretty uh, neat
0: yeah well um let's do some integration work and uh yeah reach out to gabriel he's a good guy this is the very a podcast we're sean cas and carrie stay tuned for church of chill
1: peace and love
0: Bye
1: bye
4: <laughs>